it up. All right. Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. Uh, this will be episode 180. Uh, right now, I'm just going to keep it very home-based in the city of Long Beach. You know, uh, Mega Man's been kind of busy going around, doing other people's podcasts, uh, going to different types of cities. But you know what? Um, staying home in Long Beach, man, I, 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 much, I really, really much needed it. Uh, my guest for today, he's one of my past guests. If you wanted to go back to episode uh, 75, uh, uh, my boy Chano, but... He had, uh, we all knew him as a hummingbird slayer, but we don't know when the episode's going to come out with 4th and Temple. <laughs> <laughs> My guest for today is Chano, man. Well, you know, and follow him on Instagram called Beach Savage. Chano, what's up, man? Yeah, Beach Savage. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, number 75. Well, that was the last time we did it. That was number the last 75? time. 75. Wow, that's my lucky number, bro. That's oh, yeah. my lucky number. <laughs> <laughs> and I see like you're drawing the pictures. Like, what you got going on? Uh, I'm just, you know, I, I've, I, get, I get very, I have an addictive personality. I get hooked on things uh-huh. and go hard and then stop. But I've always drawn. I've been a drawer since, I mean, 7th, 8th grade. Um, my... I remember sitting in class and teachers talking, and the whole time I was trying to, I was drawing like bubble letters, you know, like like a tagger. Uh, my brother was a tagger, and I used to just draw and draw and draw and draw. So like that's something that's kind of stayed with me, and I always do it here and there. My kids have been drawing a lot of anime lately, so um, the other day I just I saw a mandala, and like I don't know if you see this, but this is my they're like meditation beads, but um, mm-hmm. I was. Earlier today, I was trying to, like, just, you know, find a little bit of peace. So, I was meditating and just, like, practicing some breathing techniques that I, I, I've um, learned throughout the years. And I was drawing the mandala. So, that's a mandala. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had a protractor arrive today. So, finally able to actually do it um, a little bit more, um, like, identical. So, each, you see, like, it starts off small and then there's layers and layers. Excuse me, I had a burp a little. Thanks for that beer. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that beer <laughs> later. <laughs> you always come with gifts, man. Yeah, um, I always come. So, yeah, the drawing is, uh, yeah, it's pretty badass. Thanks, appreciate that. I uh, I, I hate, I don't like this one. <laughs> I hate it. But I'm just, I'm trying to learn different uh, mandala patterns. There's like, you know, the, the basics, foundation, but then there's like some really, really hard one. The top ones right here, the outer layer, are a little bit more complicated. And the trick, I guess, or the, the, I don't know if it's that you want to have them be very symmetrical or very even. Mm-hmm. I don't really like symmetry like that. Like, I enjoy, like, you could, you like, sacred geometry and mm-hmm. I understand that. But, um, as you can tell by this tattoo, but I, I think nothing is perfect and everything always has a little, um, differences as, as similar as one thing may look, you know, there's, there's going to be differences. So we're all unique in our own way. So mm-hmm. I was just drawing this earlier, um, as I was working from home, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it kind of helped me kind of just stay focused and I don't know, it's like weird times, right? Like, um, yeah, very we're, weird times. we're definitely in weird times. Like, I, I don't know how many people out there are you, um, are working from home, but a lot of people in my organization, I, I work for in the nonprofit sector and I've been in it for 10 years, going on 11 years. And, um, we, had to close down our office in April, May, around in May. Yeah, that was May. We had to get everything out. And literally, like they said, you all have to start working from home, you know, like no more going to the office. And 
for me, it was actually, it sound cool, right? I was like, oh, this is awesome. It's badass. But literally, it sometimes feels like I live at work. It's because my laptop's there. I literally brought my desk from work. And I'm just like, I wake up and there's no real transition, right? I wake up from bed, go to the kitchen, drink some coffee, maybe make a avocado toast or a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And then sit down and go right into it. And then my kids sit down in their computer. They go right into their um, Zoom meetings. My my wife's a teacher. So then she goes into class every day at the same time. Dang. So we're all like plugged into the matrix, bro. So this kind of just helps, you know, break it down a little bit. And I've been, I've been trying to just see things a little bit different. Like how, like, you know, like what can I do to, you know, break down some of the 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 working from home routine like i i read that a good strategy and i don't know if you follow me on beach savage i appreciate you for following if you don't it's all good give it a shot yeah um check it out but in the mornings i tend to take mando mando is uh my rescue dog he's from tj okay <laughs> he's a tijuanero um but he's a he's a terrier and definitely came up in life you know he's living in tj i heard he like, told us that he was struggling out there and like now he has his own bed. He has a lot of love. And every morning we go for walks. We do about 30 to an hour minute walk. And You go I, to that coffee place. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, it's right here. Rose Park. I go to Rose Park. Um, that's like our, that's our local coffee shop. I really, we do like after going there, like we're, we're kind of privileged and spoiled too in that way. Like after going there, like not to be a coffee snob, but uh when you go to like even like a Starbucks or somewhere else, like you could tell the difference in the coffee beans. Like it's like dang, like and I didn't even try. It. Like one time it was just we went for a like two, three times out of the week, and then my wife and I we went on a trip or somewhere I forgot. And we got we got coffee at Starbucks, and we were like, oh crap! Like you could tell the difference. It's like you know when you drink craft beer to when you drink like a Budweiser, Budweiser, Bud Light, or you know, not to rag on any of the Anheuser bushes, but they already get a lot of hate, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that I hit up that spot in the mornings. But it's just a, you know, going back to like that article is like you wake up in the morning, you you do something like create like some time or space between when you start to when you go into work, right? So like normally when you go to work and like I see you, you still you're a what is it? Um, your what do they call it um you work uh essential worker right you yeah, have yeah. to go to work i have um, to go to work yeah so like thank you for you know doing that bro we yeah. need you and for for me like i'm not an essential worker so i'm like stay at home and i don't know how many people i don't know have you asked in your podcast but like being at home you know at first it sounds cool but then you're like you get starts, bored it starts feeling like you know, I've never been to jail, but like you're like cabin fever. Cabin fever is like what you what people feel probably like. So I started drawing. You know, like you ever see like those jail drawings? Like oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um yeah, so like the the um a lot of prison art is is very detailed. So like this stuff is kind of like that, and like um you could really get into it. But um yeah, like the whole breaking down from the morning to when you start your day, I think it's it's helped me a lot and. You know, drawing's a, a cool thing. kind of gets the mind busy. And you could doodle. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people doodle when, you know, they're doing other things. I don't mm -hmm. know, when you're editing. Mm -hmm. um, you got maybe some doodles or stuff on the side. But I've always been a big doodler. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. Uh, 
that's that's why that's there. Mm-hmm. I just I, I I was doing that before you came, mm-hmm. and I was in a meeting, and I was you know tied to some people and just kind of doing a little bit by little. So I started that like early morning. So yeah. by the end of the day, it could be finished, or if not, I'll finish it tomorrow. If not, I'll just do another one. But yeah, like for me, I've been so busy. Like when I go to I'm a central worker. When I go to work, I work overnights. And when I come home, my kids already got the routines already for school. Then I'm already like on my on my uh, internet, on mm-hmm. my uh, podcast, uh, trying to get, get the next uh, guesses to come on for December, January, February, all the way until June, and trying to hit up a lot of uh, podcast uh, people who want who want me on and everything, and and also for 2021, getting ready for the Z, the YouTube, and like everything ready, so I've been way, way too busy, Yeah. Uh, I remember the last time we did a podcast, I was starting out, but now, yeah. I'm too, I'm way fucking busy, yeah, bro, no, I'm, I'm really proud of you, bro, I'm like, I, I remember, like, Fourth and Temple. Fourth and temple. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second, Fourth and temple, yeah. the last episode, I mean, I, the last, ep- right, it's, um, so, I want I want to get back into podcasting. Like I loved it. I actually, um, fun fact before I talk about that, like mm-hmm. I sold, I traded my podcast material and sold some parts. I think to a good friend of, from work because she wanted to start her podcast mm-hmm. and she she's still working on it. Like she's gonna actually pivot and do more YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the kids. And um, my neighbors probably hate them. Not <laughs> Our neighbors have knocked on the walls before because, but it's you know we're all at home every it's day. All thin, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So I I got rid of the mixer. The mixer cost me a friendship. FYI, sorry, bro. <laughs> I wish you know we could repair that friendship just because a mixer's fuck a mixer. I'd rather have a friend than. But uh, uh, yeah, the the microphone i had the stands you saw remember i had the the phone right here everything everything. it was fun like and i just i sucked at the editing part you know the audio and downloading the audio and like editing um we had like the m2 m2 can you remember that recorder i can't remember that but you could do it on anchors it makes it more super easy really like a hundred times easy man you can do it with your finger like boom 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 edit boom that's it really oh yeah i'll look into that i'll look into that i just you know, so with the podcast, I, I got rid of that, right? I got rid of it, and I traded for the brewery stuff, for oh. a, a SS uh, Kettle, mm-hmm. which, uh, shout out to Big Boy Brewery. Uh, oh, Big Boy. Big oh. Boy, yeah. I, uh, I, gave it, I gave it to him. Um, I told him, hey, bro, I'm getting rid of some stuff. Um, do you want this back? He, uh, he had sold me, actually, his, um, his liquor tank, hot liquor tank, and then his mash tun, and I used... I used the mash tun. I had cleaned it up if you... I don't even know where I had a picture, but I cleaned up and I hit him up if he wanted it back. And he came through one day. He was, like, around the neighborhood. And he was like, fuck it, I'll take it, bro. And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I just... You know, I, I didn't want it. But um, that podcast, bro, that was a... That was, I gotta say, that was probably three years ago? Was that three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, dang. See, so I like to... I don't know. I like to do a lot of stuff. I, I sometimes self-declare myself a renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like gonna to, say that too. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to do like I mean you could tell by this garage I have a toolbox. I used to be a mechanic. Um, I got skimboards, boogie boards, camping. You know bikes. I love bikes. That's like a big part of you know my life and my world and even my kids. Like definitely there there's some bikes right there that are theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, we have longboards, skateboards. Uh, 
you see the pull-up bar right here. So I try to get in shape. And I put all my kettlebells upstairs. I'm a kettlebell freak right now. Like, I love the kettlebells. It it really feels good. But, um, yeah. Just, yeah, so pretty much, like, you're just doing one thing. I'm done with this. I'm going to try this and this and this and this. Because, uh, you know, from you, now... With your because you made a new page called Beach Savage, mm -hmm. and and before I know I have I follow your personal one, but when yeah. you had Hummingbird Slayer, yep. then you got okay. I'm kind of done with the home burns. Like, what can I do? What what challenge do I? Well, need? It was La Brocha first. That was the first podcast, La Brocha, uh -huh. which means the brush. So it was supposed to be about artistic podcasting or bringing in like artists and musicians and just people, whoever. And right, I was trying to focus on that, and then. I went to Fourth Temple, mm. and then, which you actually coined it. You were like, what if you just kind of like, because you said like Eddie Bravo told Joe Rogan, um, or Joe Rogan told Eddie Bravo, call it 10th Planet or something like that. Yeah. I don't know the story, but. But yeah, just call it Fourth and Temple. You said Fourth and Temple, and I'm like, just call it Fourth and Temple. And I'm like, oh, Fourth Temple. And you're like, yeah. And we were like, dude, that let's, let's do that. And that's a great name. Like, I'm like, if I open up, there's do another podcast, like, or start a podcast, I will keep that name because I think it's pretty Why did you just, like, start a podcast on Anchor? And I'm doing it right do now. <laughs> <laughs> but you only can do it for, like, 30, just start off doing 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like, I feel, I feel like I could. Because um, you have so much to talk about. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Because um, I, I see, like, a lot of people who are, who are staying home and everything, they're like, man, I got nothing to do. Now I've seen people out of the woodworks to start doing a podcast. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, to those people that are at home thinking that they have nothing to do, I mean, they have so much that they can talk about, dude. Like, even just speaking about your day to day, like waking up and even the struggles of living in this new fucking normal that I hate that, that term. Um, you could talk about what it's like to be living in the new normal as a single adult, you know, as um, a transgender adult. As someone who is, you know, a person of color, as a white person too, like, you know, how it feels to live in this climate, you know, and like use that and just like speak to that or speak about, you know, how shitty your city is wherever you live or how much, you know, you love, um, you know, collecting mugs, which I feel like I kind of do on my own. <laughs> Talk about that coffee mugs? Coffee mugs. Damn, man. Yeah, I love, I love coffee mugs. I love coffee. Um, I've always drank coffee and, you know, being Hispanic, um, Mexican, Argentinian, American, right? Um, my mom and dad from the beginning, when they were younger, they were like, mm -hmm. cafecito, you know, like a little, little bit of coffee with a lot of sugar, a lot of milk. And then as you get older, now I just kind of go for Americanos if I go... To certain spots, coffee shops, or um, you know, just regular black coffee from my Keurig is what I do. But yeah, mm -hmm. like what I'm saying is, we all have a story. Everybody has a story, and like, mm -hmm. I love your story, bro. Like when when we look at your growth and what where you started, right? Like, like I remember we met because of Instagram. I don't know if you Eddie Bravo. Yeah, and I was like, how do you, how the fuck you know Eddie Bravo? He followed me. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like, where, are you in jujitsu? You know, like, I was like, I wanted to say, he like, likes my stuff. Yeah, I'm like, come roll, let's let's roll. Oh, he's <laughs> gonna kill me, dude. And uh, uh, yeah, like next thing you know, like I remember I said, let's bring him in, and we started talking, and I don't remember, like they said, like the Maya Angelou quote. I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but we I remember how we felt. You know, we had a good time. We we're talking about sex stories and yeah. before. Oh, oh it was, yeah, yeah, I still yeah. remember it. There's a oh, video I have. I still have it. That's right. Thing. That's right. I shared that crazy I worked shit. in the film industry. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I worked. See, so after I was a mechanic, I went into the film industry because yeah. I like, I don't know. I think 
I like being creative. You know, you kind of got to, as you grow, I was younger, 20 something, you know, you grow, you're trying to self-identify like, who am I really in this world? You know, and it's like, now even more than ever, like, that's why I feel like I understand who I am. Like, I'm a, I'm a fucking dad, you know, I'm a dad and I am an artist at heart. Like, I love, like, drawings. I love, like, now, like, my kids got me into anime a lot more. So I'm like, yeah, I love anime. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they got me on this Hunter x Hunter or Hunter Hunter and then like Seven mm-hmm. Deadly Sins which I I heard are pretty cool and some mm-hmm. people you know everybody has their own opinion but I'm like that dude. when I um when I started following you and I was like oh man this guy has, has a cool ass like page but now like a lot of people know like people tell me like like t- today earlier it's like who's Beach Savage it's like well that's Chano he's one of my past guests and I remember, like, you, I always, like, look at your page because you're always family-oriented. You, you, you're three kids. Even that little one, man. Yeah. He's a little <laughs> devil, man. He, I'm just like, I know that little yeah. kid. He's always a troublemaker. Ollie. Always. And, and you're just going everywhere, riding bikes, living mm-hmm. Long Beach. I mean, I mean, I'd like to look at your stories when you and your family. But, I appreciate And it. I think with you starting, you are telling me you started this YouTube and... And you just want to capture every little video to see your kids grow up and, and whatever you do, that's that's love, that's life. Oh man, thanks. You know, like okay, so YouTube, I feel like YouTube I wanna do more YouTube, but selfishly, like I could care less if YouTube ever if I hit it on YouTube or not. But I think my kids can get on YouTube when when I pass away, because I will die, right? Not to get all I know deep right now but i will pass away and they will be able to go on youtube on my instagram account and say damn look at my dad he did this shit look at my dad took us over here oh then look at this video of me oh crap i forgot that we went to the tide pools that's what i wanted like oh fuck like it's a it's it's basically a virtual ghost of myself it's a virtual it's like it's a it's a um it's a capsule that holds our memories right and life is all about making awesome memories and enjoying the journey right it's not about competing or trying to like compete with this idea that i should be like this i should be this type of father or oh, i should be more you know if my kids are not doing or following directions I, I need to do this because they're not it's like nah bro like fuck that they're not following direction maybe they're trying to identify to who they are so i'm just like i'm just gonna you know hopefully pour that into them and hopefully like you know like it as a leader, this I, I, I approached a lot of things as a leader. And um, people that know me are probably going to laugh because they're like, you fucking brought up the leader thing. But it's because you're a leader. Like, you're a leader. People listening to you are a leader. And we're in a leadership position, whether we believe it or not. And people are viewing us. And those people are either our family, friends, um, you know, admirers, followers, whatever. Right? They're, they're looking at you and they're like, things that you do they either, it reflects something to them. They think like, oh man, like, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? stupid. I would never do that. And then they want to maybe criticize it or maybe they don't want to criticize it, but they think about it. And like, we can go into that and be like, oh, I want to like talk to that person. Why are they criticizing me? But it doesn't fucking matter. Like as a leader, like you got to understand there's like leadership traits. You need to be able to be okay with not being invited to a party, being okay with not being invited to a hangout, being okay with not being added to a, to a group and being fine with like you as a leader are secure and sure at what you're doing is actually your mission right and my mission like that's what I identify as like I got three little boys and a wife right my partner 
who right now for I don't know how many years until they grow up and want to be their own man. Yes. Um, they depend on me and they, they, my mission is to create some awesome memories. So hopefully when they grow up and say they meet somebody else, another Steven, another friend, right? That that friend and both of them are like, oh, snap, like you influence me, you inspire me, you motivate me to do this. And they can rely on those experiences also to say like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be a bully or I don't want to, I don't want to put somebody down. I want to like help build people up. So like when I see your story again, right? Like I see like in your post and your, your like from when you had zero followers to now having 5,000 and then getting hijacked and now having 3,000, it's like nothing's going to slow you down, bro. You got to keep going. And like your story going. is like, it is very motivational and inspirational because it's like, you really do approach it from like a, I'm sharing. I want to help people. I just want to like talk to more people. It's like you, you have this continuous mm-hmm. learner spirit, right? Like where you mm-hmm. just want to like hear more people's story. And like that mm-hmm. right there is like real that, stories with real people. Yeah. And that, that for me is like, I'm like, that's what it's all about, man. Like this guy's trying to, you know, create a better world. And if some people don't see it, that's, that's on them. It's not on you. It's it, not on anybody. It, it, it's yeah, on it, them. Yeah. You know? it, that's, yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do. And, you know, I always, people with me like thinking like, why you gotta have him on or this or that? That dealing with criticism every day, you gotta have thick skin. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sometimes, in a way, you have to let go of the past and just look at the future. You know, close the close the chapter to start a new chapter, and that's what I'm doing. I want everything to be positive, and you know, I was all thinking like, man, I want to get major people, but yeah. it builds too much pressure. So what I want to do is like, why am I going to get that? I already heard the stories already. I want I want someone new. I want someone unique. Someone like. Who is this guy? Who is this lady? Like, now I'm going to follow him. And that's where everyone's going to blossom. Where at the time when we started doing the podcast, it was all like Latino power, you yeah. know? But now from this COVID, now you're seeing people's true colors come out. Yeah. And now thinking like, oh, you're talking about it, but you're not with yeah. about being together. Yeah. So that's where it's like when people were telling me, oh, look at Mega Man is a pro-Latino, he's racist. I'm yeah. not racist. Yeah. People were telling me I was racist from, from the black community of Long Beach and a lot of people was like, no, I'm not. I never heard that. And that's where, that's where I was telling you earlier, I had to part ways from some of these Latino podcasts yeah. because you really have to watch how, what you listen to yeah. because it can really uh, brainwash your mind, not only to hate against your own kind, but also hate against people. Yeah. And so I had to part ways with that and start over and luckily it all came to fruition starting a new podcast page and new ideas and everything where i'm gonna be like you know what i want to get real people i want to why focus on the whole united states where i just want to focus on our city of long beach yeah so we can try to do whatever we can to get out of this this whole uh from this covid is doing where a lot of these small businesses are just closing down left and right and we have to do whatever we can if it's on social media youtube you know, whatever to have them stay afloat. It's like, hey, if Mega Man said it was the shit or Beach Savage said it was the shit, hey, I'm going to go over here and check it out. Hey, hey Sean will send me here. Uh, Mega Man sent me here. I'm going to check it out. We got to do what we got to do to help our own community out. We got to help our people out in the city of Long Beach. Yeah. Deep. <coughs> yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. I think I had a, a itchy throat. Let me get some of my water. <laughs> yeah. So what we're drinking right now is uh, uh we're drinking an Uncle Shoe IPA uh, from uh, Beer Tapes. You know, uh, if you get the beer, you get the barcode on your iPhone, you get a free album. 
like that. So if you, once you put your uh, your iPhone, you scan it, and you get an album for free. Why didn't you tell me that earlier, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so you get all that, yeah. Let's try that out right now. So like, like just like like you're scanning like a picture, and it's gonna pop up in your Safari, and it shows all the uh, music. Mm. Yeah, <coughs> and it shows you all the music and shit. Where does it open it up to? Uh, I think it's to Safari. Dropbox. Dropbox, yeah. You open it up, and it has all the music you can hear and stuff like that, which is a good idea because. You know, a lot of people are not buying records. Like, well, once you have a, a, a record with an account together, you're getting a free album, but also you're getting a beer with it. Yeah, you that's... Know? Hip-hop, and, hip-hop and beer coming together. I love that. And um, that's hip-hop craft, right? Hip-hop craft show, yep. yep. Chelas Mundial and uh, Beer Thug Life. Yeah, yeah. That's badass. I And see, like, I, when I was brewing, when I was a home brewer with the Long Beach Home Brewers, and mm-hmm. that, like, I remember seeing Beer Thug Life, and he had... He didn't have a lot of followers either, and then no, he didn't. He like he, I was like, I know he's gonna blow up. Like I had, I had told one of my buddies, I was like, he's gonna blow up. Um, you could just tell. Yeah, yeah. something about him. He's a hustler. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. He has. It, it's that business mentality. Like, like, dude. Like, you gotta look at what you do. Like, he, he only had five thousand, six thousand. Now he has like fourteen or or sixteen k's. Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing great. He's doing great. And then hip hop craft. I remember him. Um, because of the Uncle Henry's, but I think there's a connection there. Like someone from Linwood that I know that knows him. I I've seen him before. Like I remember. Well, I grew up in Linwood, so I I feel like I know him from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't put my finger on it. Um, <laughs> and then Chelas Mundial, I knew I saw Chelas Mundial because uh, um, the Long Beach Homebrewers Club as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was see that was during my my Long Beach Homebrewer days and. That was fun too. That was a lot. Like learning how to brew is like learning any craft. I think is mm-hmm. is badass because you know once you learn that it's like isn't there like a Bible quote? It's like about fishing and then you could give a man a, a fish and then he'll eat for a day. But then like you can teach him how to fish and he'll never go hungry. So it's like yeah, the same with beer, right? Or any craft like you could mm-hmm. give a man a beer and he'll drink it. And, and like maybe, beer thug life, he's been brewing for what two years? Yeah, I mean he's a baby. But but for him to take that big steps, like, you know what, I'm going to distribute my beers. Like, that's a gamble, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you I mean, now it's like, if you're like a home brewer right here and thinking like, I'm going to start making business, mm-hmm. I want to start distributing and all that. You better start, you better, your beers better start winning uh, awards and medals. Right. I mean, if you, yeah, the awards and medals help with the accolades because then people that are real, like, big on craft beer like mm-hmm. that follow beers that you know have like that that metal like they'll they'll request it right um but like who so who brewed this exactly like it's, it was brewed in indy so the indy. brewer at indy oh yeah Bab- Bab- babalu yeah babalu he's the head brewer out there and he, okay. he makes good shit nice but with, with, but with edgar and julio and them they have to be there 24 7 to make sure the beers are are good Quality. Because what happens if you're not there and the beer's kind of off? It's like, well, what happened? Well, why did you do this? So you have to see, foresee every little detail of how the beer is making, of how the recipe is. You like, you know, you're a home brewer, but when you when you go making your beers in a in a bigger tank in a brewery, then you got to do the science and the math, like everything how it is. Yeah. You know? So the, the see when I opened it, when you gave it to me, and thank you, thank you guys for. Uh, Giving this beer to uh, Mega Man so he could bring it out today. Beer mm-hmm. Thug Life and Daniel and Chelas. Um, it says Indian Pale Ale, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know it was going to be a hazy. 
thought it was gonna be like a West Coast or something. So it's it's when I saw the hazy, I was like, oh snap, that's dope. I like hazies. My buddy John doesn't. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, because you know when it, we got some ten miles too, because you know, <laughs> and uh, he was telling me like they're they're making uh, some some bomb ass beers. You know, so John's over there, and it's weird. It's like, man, Mega Man has all these guests. Like, I had you on. I had all those guys. You know, I had John Gibbs. We, you know, and everything. We did the the podcast over there at Trademarks on a Sunday after they went to watch the Raiders. Oh yeah, that yeah, they was fucking windy. lost. Then they fucking lost. <laughs> well, you know, the Raiders. Yeah, it's a it's a team you got to really stay committed to, and he's a big Raiders fan. He has a tattoo. You seen his Raiders tattoo? He's hardcore, man. Yeah, he's hardcore. He got me into the Raiders. I didn't really watch sports like that, or. Football, and uh, I was—I remember asking him and my uncle, my uncle, my brother-in-law, and then another coworker, like, "Hey, I, I want to start following football. You all seem like you're all about it. I want to try it on. You know, it's like they're like follow the Raiders. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And they're at the time they were losing a lot. They're still losing. They had a horrible loss this weekend. Yeah, I think to the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, it so, was it was bad. Yeah, yeah, and John, John, I like his page too. He has a very interesting page too. Yeah, and cool stuff and everything. He's, you know, he's all everywhere yeah, and, that's, and all that. That's it. That's his personal profile. I was, you know, he's an artist at heart too, and he there's a lot. Like he's a great leader too. He used to be in the nonprofit sector as well, and he was he was a program director like I am in San Jose, and then he came back out here because he was uh, pursuing um, the the brewing life, and we him. were we were making beer together and. Um, you know, once he started working at 10 Mile, it, it's harder. It's like a mechanic, you know, it's like a mechanic doesn't want to... Um, yeah, let's do the obligatory. Let's do that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, another hazy. Yeah, you can't go wrong with 10 Miles. I always promote uh, always promote 10 Miles and... Uh, you can go for it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can always go to 10 Miles. I always tell them, like, what's your, what's your go-to in, like, Long Beach? There's a lot of good breweries, but you can't go wrong with 10 Miles. 10 Miles always puts killers, you know? Um, I started going there maybe the second week it opened, you know? Did you? Oh, yeah. Then after that, Liberation opened, you know, there was, a, you know, then, you know, Ambitious, and you got Long Beach, and you got Steadied, and Belmont, and all these. So, I mean, you always do, and trademarks. Dang, I haven't heard about Steady for a while. I haven't been there for, like, maybe a couple months now. Yeah, it's been a while, but... Because I don't go to that site that much. I mean, that much. They anymore. they moved there. They had another location, the same, right? In the same the same location. Yeah. So they got it more bigger. But I haven't been there in nine months. Yeah, it's been a while. Because I don't go to that area, you know. Yeah, I stay. <laughs> I stay very local. I stay just within this area. So I'll go to Ten Mile. Um, but I used to go to the old Steelcraft also and get a what is it? Um, Long Beach, Long Beach Valor. Yeah, Long Beach. It was the Westbury, Smog City there, and then um, yeah, but like Ten Mile when they opened up, like my homie too, Flaco. Shout out to Flaco. He, uh, we we were like, dude, like they have clean, crisp beer. Like it's really, really good. And that it took them forever, I think, to make a a hazy. Like they didn't really go that that direction. But mm-hmm. the team there, they're they're pretty they're did, pretty legit. Did you get that four pack, the Lost Monarch? And there was one like a what? What you think about, dude? I love it, yeah. dude. Oh, I had yeah. to buy four four packs of those. <laughs> they were so delicious. Yeah. Now that I, I'm be honest, I would rather buy ten miles instead of monkish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody has a preference, right? And that that the Lost Monarch was uh was that the double IPA? I think it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was the West Coast. West Coast, and I remember getting that one at um at Steelcraft, the Bellflower one, and I got it out there and. 
Yeah, it's a really, it's a really tasty beer. They, they really get mm. down. Like mm. I said, mm. <laughs> let me taste it. Mm. Oh, it's like, what do you taste in that one? In this one? It tastes like shredded wheat. Cereal. Did they use wheat? They probably did, huh? I don't know. It tastes like shredded wheat cereal. Dude, like those uh, Somalis, not the Somalis, but the, um, what is it? The, the beer, the beer, what do they call the, the Cicerones. Oh, Cicerones. Okay. The Cicerones. There's a lot of hops they're using. They, they could. I smell, I smell stuff. Smells good. Tastes good. I, I'm not as talented as some people be like, oh, this is mm, Simcoe. I, sm- I taste Simcoe. Did you, uh, did you double dry hop it 30 minutes after? Dude, <laughs> there's some people like that. There's people like that. I was like, how do you know? It's like, they just like, it's like mouthwash to them. Yeah. No, that's a talent. That's a whole nother talent just to have. Um, I don't know. I'll ask John what the hops are in this one. Mm-hmm. I like their traveling Dukes or the Dukes Travel, something like that. Okay. Because that one, they'll make the same recipe, but they have different hops. Okay. So what you could taste it this month, and it, it tastes one way. And then next month, depending on the hops that they add, it tastes a tastes, lot different. tastes like another way. Yeah, but we love going, the family, like we love going to the Bell, Bellflower spot because it's a... It's big. Yeah, it's big. We take the kids. The kids run around that grass area. Um, they have prime. Bro, prime tacos are pretty good too. But prime, if you go to prime right here on 4th Street to the real, like, their their location. It's not, I mean, both locations are real. They make um, this prime rib or spare rib, like, this sandwich that you could dip in. It's like a French dip, but... What's this? In that side over there? Prime and 4th Street? 4th Street closer to Colorado Lagoon. Gotcha. That way. Way out there. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. For me, it feels like everything feels close, dude. I, oh, I'm telling right you, there walk... where the ah oh, man, that breakfast place is at. But yes, by um, Examiner. Yes. Terminal. Yes, um, dude. Why am I drawing a blank on that coffee <laughs> cup? Coffee cup. Coffee I know you talk about. I haven't been there. See, all these spots I used to go to all the time when things were open, and even when they opened up, we we just I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm not a fan of eating. Too close to the street like that. Like, I, I got a little nervous last time. We were... Get run over. Well, get even if you don't get run over, like, if they hit that that barricade, I'm like, dude, like, that's the last thing I want to be caught there. So, um, it, it has to be, like, in a specific spot to feel comfortable. Like, I go to Joe Jost a lot. I've never um, been there. I know, dude. I really wish I've they never didn't been shut there. down. That was what we were going to do this podcast. You know why? The, the reason why is that because... I heard people that I know that go in there and they just stare at them. They give them this funny look. Really? Uh, it's a longshoreman people. It's a lot of, like... A lot no, of- no, 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 no. I don't... Well, actually, I, I have no clue if there's longshoremen. But I think... Uh, I don't know. It's very... It's not as diverse as other pubs. So, by that, I mean there. it seems like there's more American, mm-hmm. uh, white, Caucasian, right, um, people. But I've never been treated in a way where I felt you know, disrespected or mm-hmm. at all. And I go there with, like, Flacco and I, shout out to Flacco again, right? Um, John, John needs to step it up, bro. Uh, <laughs> he's my best friend. Uh, <laughs> oh! We're not going to edit that out. <laughs> I just yeah. say, it's good. I don't think John really, I don't think he likes going there as much. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes going to Fort Horseman. Oh, try to get him out of there. Yeah, Fort Horseman. <laughs> Fourth Horseman is really good. Their pizza is bomb. It's delicious. Too and greasy, but good. Too greasy. Oh, okay. But they got good beer selections. They got yeah. they just take well, it. Well, I can never take the family. See, like, it's... For me, if I want to go there, I got to go, like, with, a like, another person. Like, not 
Like, I can't take the fine. There's 21 and over. Because the, their liquor license before it was public or something I like remember. That. I used to go to their uh, public beer and wine shop. Yeah. So I, I love that. When it was like that, yeah. quiet, no one there. No one there. They played the movie, mm-hmm. drink, yeah, whatever. That. But now it's like, oh, fuck. It's all the devil lives there now. Like, <laughs> have you ever been to the bathroom in there? Yeah. the Creepy, yeah. huh? I mean, that's their, that's their decor. They're, um, they were at Phantom Carriage. They uh, were, bad checks, yeah. yeah. He follows me. He's like, I want to, I want to do your podcast. Yeah, bring him on. And ask I was him, like, ask what? him about the the whole decor, like where where like people like gore and everything. But it's just like that feels like it's like um, very very gory too. So they changed it up at Phantom. It's not gory, but here is more gorier. Well, I think they were the ones in Phantom that had brought that spirit there, like that uh-huh. that vibe. Um, yeah, but like I, I don't know what happened. Um, I'm not trying to air out anybody's dirty long laundry but something happened right of course there and uh, the i think they went over here i went to phantom carriage when they moved out and i don't know if their chef or whoever was making their food they have a good chef now but they just kind of reopened before bro in that transitional period my wife and i we were like because i that's close to my job so phantom john introduced me to phantom carriage and phantom carriage had um just this um, grilled cheese with like this oh. dip and they had like these other uh, what was it? I can't remember the other one but I just remember their bread turkey with cranberry was, yeah it was bomb bro it's like everything so you just dip it in everything was good and then when when they bounced and I heard of the transition like you know you hear like rumors rumors stories. and stuff and I'm like ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share rumors because I don't know and I'm not that person mm-hmm. um, and so you know you don't want to perpetuate like false yeah. stories that yeah, you know, yeah. hurt people you rather go to the source yeah, exactly so like when when i did go though i noticed the the food is it's not the quality it was just they did they did fine but there was something big missing like 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 before it was like the bread was like very crunchy and like somebody almost baked it and this time it was like they bought it from you know, Ralph's and cut it in slices. And it was like the baguette from Ralph. It was, you could tell there was a big difference. So, oh, okay. I mean, oh, you're detailed, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, bro, come on, leave this belly. Um, if you're gonna, if, you, <laughs> I, if I, if I'm gonna spend some money on food, like at least, like, let that, you know, I'm ta- I talked about memories, I talked about experiences. I think food is like, memory right is there. big for the soul. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Prime, bro. Like, people need to go to Prime. It's a little spot and they have the, you're not your grandma's. Fried chicken sandwich is really good. They have um, that prime rib sandwich. They have, ooh, they have these fritters, these corn fritters with the honey. That is delicious. It's bomb, bro. Like the honey and the corn fritter. Like we get that just as a as an appetizer with, what else do we get as an appetizer? Um, I don't think we get anything else, but um, it's, it's delicious. I just, I highly recommend Prime on 4th Street. Have you been to Firebirds inside Liberation? Never. Oh. Never. You got it. Is dude. Firebirds a chicken spot? Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Is it? It's fried chicken? Fried chicken, like cooked. It's the big ones, huh? Oh. I, I see oh, pictures of it. I had it, man. I'm going to have them on next year, man. I'm telling you. That. How's Liberation? How, how are they doing? The, oh, they, do, oh, they start doing cans now. Oh, really? That's good. That's yeah. good, man. They started doing cans, you know, and everything. They have got a lot of ideas, but, you know, with this whole thing, it was a they yeah. put a patio on the back and everything. So you got to have food and now have beers, which is, I, you know, I'm, I was kind of happy that, you know, Eric and Dan and his other partner, they started doing cans to go. Yeah. They need that. That's good. You know, I know. I remember being there one time and one of the... We went there one time. We bumped into yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy from you were there with your boys. Mm-hmm. 
the guy from Steinfillers. Um, mm. Fuck, what's his name? Is it Dan? Steinfillers. No. Uh, Adrian from United Airworks? No, uh, from Steinfillers, from the, where the Long Beach Homebrewers Club meets. Yeah, yeah. He was there. Gary? Jerry? Ah, fuck, I forgot the name. I guess he didn't leave. I don't know. So I could be bad with name. But he was there helping Eric. He was, uh, he was helping Eric with when they just first started. I remember when they first started, there was a couple beers that um, my homies told me had like a very metallic taste. And I'm like, ah, they're probably figuring out the system. But then I've heard people say like, it's really good, you know. So I, I want to go back. But I just, again, like I say, like, I rarely go to Bixby Knowles anymore. Like, But Bixby Knowles has like um, Ambitious Ales. They have um, Dutch Brew House. Dutch Brew House, that spot. Did yeah. you try their new beer? It's a, it's a hibiscus uh, blueberry beer. Oh shoot! That's... Yeah, and they made a good freaking jasmine rice lager beer. Dang, it was good. Really? I mean, that I tried a beer just like that one from LA Ale Works, the jasmine mm. lager. I pull, I oh, so good. Jasmine lager. Get a four that pack sounds... for fourteen ninety nine at a at fucking what you might call hops and vines. Hops and vine. It was so good because I don't. I rarely get beers from LA Ale Works. Okay. Oh, okay, from LA Ale Works. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, LA. Ale... You could get some other beer out here. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really drink them. It's like, oh, oh, really, yeah. oh, really. But I started drinking them because they're so delicious. Because yeah. when I went to go get some of the beers to protect the hook, we went to Common Space. And I was like, man, I want to go to LAL Works. Protect. But, tell me a little bit. Look, so Protect the Hood. That was about um, the Eloteros or the... Eloteros, the, yeah. Is it Eloteros or the... the um, Eloteros. The like, ice cream guys. Uh, everything. Uh, any vendors. Any, any vendors. Yeah. Protect the Hood. That was... Yeah, that was badass. Whoever... Who, yeah. who did that? I remember there was It was Beard Thug Life. Yeah, Beard uh, Thug Life again. Chella's Hip Hop and the, the clothing who, who sponsored Nate Diaz represent. Okay. Yeah, and Common Space. Oh, so all three of them again. All three of them again. That's what's up, guys. Yeah, and uh, v, VN Studio who did the, the 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 decorations, proper glass, did the, uh, I think the can, protect the hood, but uh, represent the clothing line. They yeah, did, it came re- into yeah. I remember reading a little bit about that, that uh, some of the funding or some of the, the proceeds went to um, vendors or something like that, right? Like to yeah. bring awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, dude, like, I'm telling you, COVID really... Fucked everything up. Uh, it, you know, it's... Even like, in tough Long times, Beach. Tough times is, is not... Uh, I want. I don't want to get all paisa right now. There's a, there's a Me- Mexican song, Ranchera, that says like something around like, you know, less, like the bad circumstances, they reveal the real man in you, you know? So, like, challenges like these, you know, like, circumstances like COVID, like, they would, your true color would come out. You know how you, you said this earlier before when we were talking, like, but people's true color comes out, especially, like, when it's, like, we're, we're panic or, or, you know, life or death scenarios. It's like, oh, it's not. Like, this person's actually, you know, they're very, very scared and they're, like, panicking and they're concerned or this person's actually racist or what, you know? Like, or this person, oh, wow, like, this... You know, you see people's true color. So it's like, I think it's necessary too, like for us to go through moments like this. Because even for those people, it's going to reveal something. Like I've been in situations where like, I've been very afraid. I'm like, fuck. And like next thing you know, like if it ever happens again or, you know, I feel like I could react different because maybe I've already experienced it. Um, I haven't really experienced anything crazy traumatic that I could remember. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember, but um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like in, in the, in the sense of COVID, like it really, yeah, like I saw people just beating up eloteros and in Long Beach a lot. Yeah, in Long Beach, huh? I yeah. saw that. Um, what it's is it? It's on Lime Long- Street. 
Yeah. Or Pacific around yeah. that area. What is what's, do you follow? I know you follow recent to love Long Beach. They're badass. Long Beach uh, Post. The Long Beach no, not Long Beach. It's a Long Beach Crime or News or Long. Beach? Oh, Long Beach uh, News. Long Beach News. Oh, they, oh yeah, they were oh yeah. A lot of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, I watched all that. Long Beach Post. I don't. Maybe if it's something more of important stuff, a reason. Yeah. She's out there. What you say, porn? Uh, no. <laughs> like, what? Porn stuff? Not reasons to Long Beach, but also Long Beach <laughs> News, because they're always all, all around and about. So when you go on Long Beach News, you always talk, they always talk about PCH and Alameda, so I'm right mm-hmm. there in Orange. Yeah. I, I used to live or on North that. Long Beach. Oh, North Long Beach. Oh. I used to live in North Long Beach by Ellis. Oh, like, for real? There's always something going down by Cherry and Atlantic, is it up there? I don't or, know. Or like... Orange and South. Yeah. Around that area, <laughs> anywhere where all the projects yeah, are at, yeah. right there by Orange and the Llama, <laughs> where the when you go past under the the trains, you got the projects right there, all the low income well, like, houses. Somebody said there's like rival gangs, rival gang territory around there, or something like that. Yeah, but I don't go out there at night. It's kind of creepy at night. Dude, wasn't um Long Beach Beer Lab? See, Long Beach Beer Lab is another good spot that I used to go to all the time. And weren't they gonna build something up there? I don't know. No, I I, I haven't heard anything, but I mean. Well, I mean, who would make that? They need a brewery up in there. They over do. there by North Long Beach. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, I didn't know this, but were upset at the mayor because supposedly he's spending a lot of money. Like, I don't know if you know, down by Alamitos Beach, they're yes. building that new, you know, I don't know, it's going to be like a snack bar or something. Yeah, they all they stuff, should have yeah. beer there. Like, they should just have beer and, like, you could chill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I will ride my bike over there or walk. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently, in North Long Beach, they're not spending as much money up there to make certain things pop um but then you know when you do i think it could also be taken as like gentrification too because that area is pretty when i lived there it was pretty it felt rough but at night it was eerily quiet like every night like, i never i never had problems i had my shit jacked out here more than when i lived in north Long Beach. that is true that's out here they broken into my car many true. times dude i came this we came from costco dropped off the car right here unloaded went upstairs came down and somebody was already looking through my glove compartment and like that quick like i had taken everything he was out. peeking through your window or going it was inside your car no they left the door open they ran off and i got like i didn't notice because i get into through the driver's seat Damn, and, I'm gonna drive and i'm like i'm like i told my wife Perla, i'm like did you leave the glove compartment open like what's going on right here like she's like no i'm like i'm like no way did this shit just happen and dude like seriously like I love the shirts because it's it's really my, my bike got stolen. <laughs> yeah, people's bikes get stolen all the time out here. Like all my bikes, I try to lock them up. Um, I see a guy riding a bike. He's he's grabbing on four bikes. Like yeah. that's sad. Yeah, I I'm I'm that guy. I don't care. I saw whenever I see another guy pulling on another bike, I just scream for fun, and I, it may be his or not. But you, I'm like the his reaction would tell me like. Hey, that's my bike. And sometimes they will drop it. Sometimes they don't. Um, you did that? <laughs> yeah, right here. Whenever you see Did someone, he drop it? Nah, he didn't. But they stole my boy's skateboard here. His uh, Day One Song skateboard from Long Beach Skate Shop. Another good spot. See, we got like a lot of local spots right here. Big time. That's why I'm like, I don't even want to leave anywhere. I'm just like, I feel like I could walk everywhere right here and hit some good spots. Which one you go to the skate shop right there on 4th and Cherry? There's one right there on the side. 4th and Cherry, 4th and Cherry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't go there. That's I don't, a good spot. Oh, that's a 7th Street one. A 7th Street one. Oh, yeah. uh, I know my friend, uh, she, uh, Fat Boys Club. Fat Boys Club next right to it. Next to it, yeah. I well, know they're them. not there anymore. Fat Boys Club? Oh, they're still there. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're still open. Because I think the vault's there now, right? Or the vault's next to it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I will fact check that one. Mm-hmm. Say it. 
Because I don't remember seeing Fatboy there. I was just there. They had an awesome, um, what is it? Small Business Saturday or what is it? Small, small Business On oh, Sunday, Sunday. Was, was that for the breweries? I think that's for the breweries on Sunday for small business or well, whatever. Well, Saturday, they had they had a pretty good deal there. And we went and bought like $10 shirts for the boys and skate shirts. And they had $20 shoes. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yeah. So like anytime you can support a small business, you know, like I think it's the way to go. Because, dude, like that, that that is stuff that pisses me off about that's happened during COVID. That just makes me wonder like, damn, like we're really on our own in a lot of ways. Like, like. Costco, you know, Big Ralph and all those countries stayed open. And then, but they forced small businesses to shut down and they don't consider them essential. You think it's a corporate strategy? I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know politics enough or, um, yeah, to, to really weigh in on it. I just feel that the action, what I see, it's like, it makes me think like, oh man, some definitely somebody or they, they don't want, you know, like all these local breweries, they're suffering right now. Like, you know. They not letting people dine outside. Like, okay, this is stupid. Like, how can you open, like, allow people to still go to the gym? And I'm, I'm all about like, I, I need to work out and I need to get on my, on my, you know, on my, on my grind. Yes. And and I post about you know me trying to do that shit so people know like I do try, but I just love beer and I love good food. Um, <laughs> but like. When I when I see like okay gyms can stay open outdoors but food can't and at a gym like you know you're like huffing and puffing you're like you know even if you're boxing so you're transmitting the virus or transmitting bacteria or whatever out but like sitting down calm like this with you know your your friends with a business partner or whatever your loved ones at a restaurant that's not allowed that doesn't make sense like you can't so Tuesday yeah last night. My wife and kids, we went for a walk. We went to Eddie's Liquor Store, mm-hmm. which pho, pho number nine mm-hmm. is in there now. And we wanted to get a balmy sandwich. With oh, some is that the one that used to be right there on 4th Street? They were on 4th Street where little... And this is where it's at right here? For the yeah, corner? they moved over here. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Okay. And we went there and they are like, we're closed on Tuesdays. And we're like, oh, shit. But when we were walking back, we were like, damn, it's 530. It feels so lonely. Everything felt very, very, very lonely. Like, people were not walking around and we walk i'm telling you like we walk a lot just because dude like i haven't driven my car there's no real reason to drive my car i want to get rid of it i want to sell it so if any buyers out there i got a damn 2018 um subaru wrx low low miles take <laughs> over my payments how much are your payments? whatever i don't know 300 i think i don't know I need, a sec- a, anyway, I need a second car you do no i'm trying to <laughs> i'm being selfish i'm doing the day round. i'm trying to just get rid of it and get rid of that payment because I, I we want to buy a house like that's also another reason and I'll explain um, later because you asked yeah, me later. like why did I stop jujitsu and we'll why did that. I stop um, brewing oh, uh-huh. it was uh, just cutting costs but um, yeah, yeah. what I did notice was like there's not a lot of people and before you were seeing a lot of people walking to go get food like people from the local area just like I'm gonna go support the small businesses on fourth on retro row. And eating out there. Even today when I went at Hit P for the first time ever, um, mm-hmm. bomb falafel sandwiches. Bomb. Like, they don't fuck around? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. My wife didn't really like them because she said it has too much like pickled, like radish and other stuff in it. I love that stuff. I love savory things. And like, you know, like the falafels were on point. The the, the pita that they make there is on point. But uh, yeah, so like that spot just kind of... Um, 
not nah, that's not what I'll tell you about, right? I'll tell you about like the dining spots, right? Like somebody showed up and they're like, Can we eat right here? And the lady said, Well, we can't you technically can't, but we can't tell you what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there's like a loophole. Um, but like people are not eating there, right? And when you look at the policy, right, like that the stay at home or the no more dining out or breweries can't have people drink like why can't we go to a brewery and drink outside like the way we're drinking? Yeah. You know, like but yet they say it's okay to go to a gym, work out, and breathe freaking heavily in front of each other or next to each other. It's a politics thing. You know, it's like, it just doesn't, that, that makes, like, I don't, again, I don't know politics, but that yeah. just, I'm just like, that doesn't, and I get, let's be fucking safe. Like, yeah, let's, let's not keep spreading the virus. And, like, you hear so much competing data, and, like, I have friends that are in the med field, and even, like, they've told me, like, dude, we had two wings that are empty nobody's here so like why are we locking down right now and then locking down for the first time and now doing it again and some of these businesses or or bars are be like we can't do it but yeah. this is the money where people are gonna be like hey i gotta work christmas on the corner mm. this sucks man it fucking sucks it don't feel like christmas right now it don't feel like anything man i'm telling you like that's the whole for those people that have been at home this working is a sad home, christmas this year just, this is most status i mean I mean, because people are thinking like, well, man, I can't it could be really fun. I mean, you can make it fun, <laughs> yeah, but if you, don't, wanna, have, if you yeah. don't have that much money, but if you're expecting a lot of gifts, man, hey, I'm sorry, but you know, fuck gifts. I know they don't expect that PS Five, homie. <laughs> uh, buy it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but, yeah. My boys want a PS Five. I'm like, yeah, we'll get one. I'm like, we'll get it after the hype, you know. We'll, we'll get, get it after, after when, it, when it drops to three hundred. <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll get it next year. You know, I mean, we're they're good on the PS Four, but some PS Fives are taking them back because they're they're poppy. There? Are they are? They're blowing I, up. I mean, see, I have Because they're malfunctioned or just popped. It's yeah, they're overheated. See, 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 that's how I don't want to get it. Yeah. I, I think I... You were talking to, to some guy on your podcast. Um, no, on live. You you go... What do you do at night? They're um, late nights with uh, Mega Man. Mega Man After Dark. It could be music, <laughs> guest, or just... Mega Man After Dark. Yeah. yeah. You know how I got that thing where... <laughs> I love them. There were so many uh, lives and all of a sudden... They all started because there were some random girls who came on. Yeah. They were okay. horny as hell. Oh, And they were right. showing me their chichis. They showed me their butt cheeks. Wait, shut up. Oh, yeah. On the Wait. old one. But I can't... I, I, I couldn't post it because well, at the time I was with someone. This was on your life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They showed me the chichis and everything, but I don't have those why, videos. Why, why are they showing you their tatas? Because they're drunk. Because oh, okay, I, okay. I would tell them, like, hey, yeah. I mean, yeah, beard does. Because they're promoting their OnlyFans. Oh, got it, got it. And Dude, like, I want to start my OnlyFans. You got a day. Y'all, follow me. I'm going to start a OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. I'm going to have myself eating um, pizza uh, with my shirt off, you know? So come join and, you know, just donate. Put some oil on, like, ride your bike and shit, dude. Show your muscles and shit, dude. Now, you know, this is the, the thing. This is the thing, too. Um, when challenges happen, like COVID... It's really pushed a lot of people to get innovative, man. And I love it. I love seeing innovation. Like People have ideas. Like, people have ideas. Like, my sister sent me... No, she didn't send me the link. I asked her for the link. Um, she told me that by 2027, she was reading an article. And my sister's a big, a big reader. She reads a lot. And she, um, she was saying that by 2027, more people are going to be self-employed. Because you know, they're saving money. It's like, why am I gonna buy this building for all the employees? Like, hey, work from home. We'll, well save that, that, right? And then, like, you, how many people have, have shifted from 
like, okay, like, I no longer have a job. Like, I was unemployed because they furloughed me. So, what can I do? Like, my, I got coworkers. Like, dude, like, like again, as in the nonprofit sector, like, we had to furlough a lot of people, right? And I still have friends that I follow, and some of them I don't follow as much anymore. And it, it's a very, it was a very challenging time for people. Like, their livelihoods were were ruined you know like you have a, a job a secure job and the next thing you know you don't it, it's really tough right and it's like on my side i'm like damn like it it hurts you know and it's it's hard it's hard to really cope with that and but like what i what i saw is like a lot of people said i'm not gonna let this slow me down right how can i look at myself now as a business so people have gone to like you know, fitness, like Herbalife, you know, or to, you know, working for for um, Amazon to deliver certain pieces or for the racers or have started their own business. You know, like my sister does bookkeeping. Like she's a, she's an accountant. She could basically do like a CPA, but uh, I'm not sure why. I don't remember why, but um, she could, uh, she should take the test. I'm encouraging her to take the test, but like she does her own bookkeeping, right? And I see more and more and more people trying to do something on their even like yeah like me and Beach Savage right like when we think about Beach Savage and what we're trying to do is like I'm really just I feel like I'm having fun mm-hmm. at first with the success right competing or or saying like you want to be successful like what is success your idea of success like mm-hmm. I was like what if I do a beach savage and it's focused on I want to talk know, about like that leadership or focus on youth leadership or focused on and I was like well beach savage just as the name doesn't work for that but like I was just like well what is just beach savage is a it's a mindset it's like you're one whether you live by the beach or not it, it doesn't matter you could have the mindset of like oh when you think about the beach and the waves and like how beautiful the sun feels when you're just roasting on the warm sun and then like you're a savage you like you want to have fun. You want to enjoy. You play hard. You, mm. you know, you do. You you live life like, you know, a, a, a respectful savage, I guess. You know, but so like uh, that's why we were like, okay, well, what is really beach savage? And maybe it may evolve and become something else. I don't know. But like, for us, it's just like we want to have fun and just kind of be out there enjoying life. And hopefully, like, if something comes from it, like if it's if it's something physical, like you know, I do. I posted, like, a few of my kettlebell stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I posted, you know, my boys um, skating, or I posted just, like, you know, fun, like, TikTok stuff. Uh-huh. And um, with that, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I feel like I lost the plot. No, no, no. You got it right there. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna take a break. It's the beer talker right now. Uh, we're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, I want to get, I want to jump into the Beach Savage, because that's where... When I started following you, that's the inspiration because there's a lot of things uh, we're going to shed light on with the the Instagram Beach Savage. Uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, you ever drawn something? Uh, I mean, are you have you drawn before? Are you an artist? Like that? Sometimes. Yeah? Sometimes. Have you ever made something and the next thing you know, you're just like, ah, let's just destroy it and it's fine? Like, and you're like, and people are like, it's so pretty. I, I used to be a drawer like you, but like draw just whatever and just lost the passion because you know like i get bored easy yeah super well, bored yeah no I, I think interesting you get bored easy. yeah i get I, I feel like it's not that i get bored easily i just have so many 
not hobbies, but I like to do a lot of stuff. I want to do, I want to experience a lot of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, like when I was saying the whole, have you ever wanted to destroy something pretty? It reminded me of Fight Club. You ever seen Fight Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, where, where he beats up his he friend. Beats up his friend. He just that, hates the fake because he's too much of a pretty boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually, it's not Tyler Durden, but it's the other guy. Jared Leto. Yeah, he beats him up. And no, no, that's the, that's the, the pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, What's his, his his actor? What's the actor's uh, name? Brad Pitt. Uh, nope. Uh, 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 Ever Norton. Nor, yeah, dude, him. He he beats him up. He's like, I just felt like destroying something beautiful. But like, there is something I don't know, magical or fun about destroying like a like you draw something dope and you're like, this is awesome. But like you as an artist, maybe people think it's pretty and everything, but you as the artist are like, dang, nah, I, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we got some up, people everybody? on. I got some people on coming on live in a bit. They're coming on little by little. Right on. Yeah. So, what are we drinking? What's the beer we drinking right now? Oh, right now we're drinking. We're drinking my favorite beer. Um, this is my go-to beer. So it's like, you know, when your dad used to come home with his six-pack of um, Anheuser Busch, <laughs> Budweiser, or Modelo's or Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, nah. Uh, I this is like my go-to beer. I just like that. It's a six-pack. It's. Uh, 16 it's a pint and also it just tastes really good it's a go a nice go-to beer my wife likes it and mm-hmm. um it's a solid i think it's a solid beer it just does does the job mm-hmm. um belching beaver the, the first time i had belching beaver is when i had the peanut butter stout beer mm, the mexican and remember back yeah. in the day um over there on broadway where the uh, roscoe's is the what's that pizza place it closed down now it's a, it's a sushi place oh man well, oh my god marumaki rebel's bite I never been there. Oh man! Yeah, they had they had uh, that beer and everything. It was pretty pretty good, but uh, I never tried it. People tell me about it, but that was the first time trying it. It's a little strong. It's seven percent. Well, yeah, you know, but for us crafter drinkers, like, eh, it's like whatever. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I enjoy it. It's uh it's kind of like one of those beers that it's a staple in the house. You know, it's like if my mm-hmm. kids grow up, they'll be like, Oh, I remember when my dad used to drink Belching Beaver mm-hmm. and they've been to Belching Beaver, um, brewery down in San Diego. There's like a lot of them out there. So mm-hmm. we've been to a, a few of them out there. And Have you been to a brewery in San Diego called Harlan? What is it called? Harlan. Harlan. Not like Harlan, but Harlan. Yeah. It's in San Diego. Game. No. I heard they make some bomb beers and that the beers are always selling out. I know. Only thing that I've heard in San Diego that's popping like that is, uh, the pure brewing mm-hmm. have you heard of pure uh-uh. that that's the beer a brewery that a lot of i keep hearing a lot of brewers just like they apparently it's a really really good beer so um i've never been there and i've never been to harlan i've been to fall i went to fall last time there's this other something pines north pines or something like that been there mm-hmm. Shit, i was just in i was just out there there oh food wise <laughs> there's a the seahorse and the farmer it's a good little brunch spot. Y'all check it out if you like good food. They have this chilaquiles with the egg on top. It's bomb. But no, nah, I can't. Dude, I'm trying to blank on San Diego breweries that I've been to. Falls was Falls was the one. Uh, but that's in um, North. Was it, Car- was it Carnato's uh, Brewery too? Right there by the by, right there by the border? No, that no, I haven't been to that one either. Mm-hmm. It was by. North Park, I think it's called. Like, you know, they have Logan, Logan Park or Logan. and They, they had different areas. I went I, to North Park. I went and that's to the, where we had. I went to the Borders X over there. I went to do a podcast 
and I went to Chicano Park, right? Yeah. Man, it is packed as a motherfucker over there. Well, we went not too long ago during the COVID and during the COVID. Um, it was, yeah, it was kind of crowded. Um, it was not, not as crowded as I thought it would be, but uh, I don't know. It just something was missing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't I haven't hit up a lot of San Diego spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy probably would know more, but yeah, yeah. Fall Fall's the only one that sticks out. Fall Brewery. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? Have no. you had any there beer? I'll check it out. Um, there's a lot of people. We do a Zoom every Friday, and uh, it's a lot of these East Coast people and West Coast. They have a lot of details of all these breweries. You know, like maybe there's some people who haven't been to the Long Beach, some of the Long Beach breweries. Yeah. Or some people we haven't been to San Diego and East Coast and all that. Yeah. So we're just shed. Sharing our minds or sharing our experience of these breweries, so we can start doing trades or whatever. Because yeah. um, now that from this COVID, a lot of these breweries like, oh, we're making business now. They're like, what do we gotta do? Well, we gotta start yeah. distributing. Before beer and brewing, what were you into? Like drinking wise. No, like just you know, like is beer. You're. It's a lifestyle, right? But like before that lifestyle, what were you kind of? Oh man, I was. I was just, I was a family guy. Yeah. You know, playing basketball with my kids, you know, just driving, taking my kids out and everything. Yeah. And, and it just got to the point. I, I really wanted to have that family life, like how you yeah. are with your wife and your kids. I wanted that. Yeah. But at the time with, when I, with my ex, it just, she, she just didn't want it because her mindset was so focused on work, 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 work. Yeah. And she, I always tell her, just chill out, just relax, you yeah. know? But she was so stressed out about, it's all about work. But I I was more like, I was so much of a workaholic to the yeah. point. It was causing my podcast and my kids and all this that I just wanted to let loose and just be like, not worry about stuff and just mm-hmm. live life like what you're doing. You know, just spending time with your kids and all that stuff. But oh, for her, it just... Yeah, I always wanted that. Yeah. Like, and before before then, like, what... Like, were you, like, big on basketball? Like, were you playing basketball? Oh, hoops? yeah. Like, before the kids. Like, what, oh, were, yes. what were you doing oh, before the kids? I was playing kids? basketball hard. I yeah. was going to Signal Hill Park. Really? Back in the day. Signal you know, Hill. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, before, yeah. yeah. That in the park over there on Liberty Park in Cerritos. I know that. They used to have oh. a basketball court. I used to play there every day. I used to go because I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I would go from 1 p.m., to 10 p.m. every day. Really? The reason why is if you go at 5 or 6, you have to wait about 9 or 8 games. So that means if you go there at 5, you won't get a you won't get a game until 8 or 9 p.m. You were that big on you were like you, big on Did big, you play basketball growing up oh, or yeah. in high school or what? Yeah, four year varsity. Shut the fuck. Yeah, 26 points, 37 points, 32 points and everything. Had a scholarship to go to Gordon's College in Boston and all that stuff. Really? Yeah, I, I did I, not. And I fucked my ankle up. I broke my ankle in three places. I have Four screws. You do? Yeah, I'm done. Really? I'm retired, dude. I can't Damn. do it no more. What position did you play? I was playing guard. I was playing small four because our tallest player was six two. Okay. And we're going against all these major Division five schools. And I everything. never knew that about you. Yeah. You were big on basketball. Oh, so was... what basketball team do you follow? The Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors. Warriors. I'm all not right. a ba- part. I'm not a bandwagon. Be like, oh, I'm Lakers. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I'm hardcore, even though when. Like, I'm a Giants fan. I know, I know. Man, I know. you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, Dodgers. Like, hey, I'm just kind of happy. You're rocking Dodger blue, though. 
well, this is a weird thing. I'm a NorCal guy, but my favorite color is blue. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> color doesn't have nothing to do with geography. No. You could be born anywhere in, like, any color. So, when every time, like, I would go uh, visit uh, my family, uh, my mom's side up north in Modesto. Yeah. They would watch the Oakland A's. That's true. The, the Giants, Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, San Jose yeah. Sharks, and that's it. And our our hockey too. Hockey, yeah. You're big on hockey. Oh, San Jose Sharks. Really? Yeah. Dang. I was there, man. I have so many stories. I mean, I was there on. A, I went to see the San Jose Sharks, and and we went back to San Jose on Cinco de Mile. I will never forget Cinco de Mile ever again in San Jose. Dang. I must have fucked two girls. I must have made out <laughs> with nine or eight girls. And Relax. I'm not relaxing, dude. I'm serious. Damn. I got pictures. Damn. Of oh, you yeah. handling? Oh, no, not like oh, that. Okay. I got pictures making it. now. Oh, okay. But okay. this is when I was like 18. 18 or 19. 18, 19. Was okay, yeah. Long time ago. Life's different at 18, 19. Yeah, I got a ticket too from the cops for not wearing a seatbelt. Back then, a seatbelt, a ticket only cost me $30. Dang. Not at twelve hundred dollars over here. How old, are, how old are you? Forty. Forty? Yeah. Oh snap, big dog. <laughs> I'm thirty-seven? Yeah. Thirty-seven? Yeah. Am I thirty-seven? Old school, huh? I forget. Yeah, I'm thirty-seven. It's an odd number. I was born in eighty-three. So you were born eighty? Eighty, yeah. Yeah, my July. brother-in-law just when oh you just had a birthday. June 9th. Uh, I'll June be 9th. I'll be forty one uh next year. Next year, next year. Happy yeah. belated. What what sign is that? Gemini. Gemini. Oh, Mid- motherfucker. You're uh, Gemini. Two-faced motherfuckers. Dude, <laughs> that makes a lot of fucking sense. My homie, my homie Jerron's a Gemini, and we get along very well. I'm mm. a Capricorn. I don't know if that means fuck. I really don't know, but I just know. Oh, you were born? Je- uh, 83. Oh, no, no. Uh, your date. like January 15th. See, my ex is MLK. a Capricorn, too, so Ooh, we bash heads. Damn, really, bro? I'm not bashing heads. No, no, no. With her, I don't know. Because we're not making out. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we don't want that. But yeah, when I was living in Northern California, man, it was, I loved it, but it was the, the slow pace. Dude, yeah. It was all farm back then. I, dude, I would love to. Right now, my goal, like I tell my wife now, it's like, I could work from anywhere. We work from home. Like, you could work. If she, I mean, LAUSD, whoever, teachers, or if you have any followers that are um, have kids in LAUSD, um, you know, sending you some positive vibes. It's really hard right now. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, dude, like, she's a teacher for LAUSD, and um, teaching virtually, I'm just like, what if, you know, we move somewhere else and we just teach virtually? Like People are moving to Texas. Yeah, I know. A lot. I was thinking a about moving A lot there. of people are leaving. My job is over there. I can move there if I want. Well, the taxes are cheaper or lower, too, right? Well, there's Up no tax. There. Yeah, and then California taxes are super high. Long Beach has high as taxes, man. That's why I go shop in Seal Beach. Smart man. Yeah, anywhere, anywhere Life that's hack. yeah, anywhere it's outside of like Cerritos, you can go. It will sale taxes just they'll bite you in the ass. Yeah, no, for sure. I've I've seen it. Think about it. When you buy a four pack of this beer, this beer cost me about twenty five dollars. CRV. You're paying out the door close to twenty eight to twenty nine dollars. Nope. Right to pass. I don't want it. Yeah. I mean that it's good beer. But twenty that's a lot of money. That's like That's a gas money right there. That's gas money, that's uh lunch for the family if you have family. That's Costco for a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let you into my life a little bit. Okay. You know how much I pay on one Costco trip for the family? What's for that? food for the for like it's about for the whole month, I think. Mm-hmm. We're we're like two hundred dollars. Two hundred bucks for the whole what? For like two fifty. For the whole week? No, for the month. 
What? Like, yeah, bro. We got we. I have three boys, and one of them's a thirteen year old. One of them's a ten year old. And the other one's a freaking five year old or a five year old in January. He's a he's and a pinky in the brain. He's, yeah, he's the dude, master. He is the bronze. He's just a go. He hits me all the time for no reason. But <laughs> yeah, Costco Costco is a way to go though because it is it, it lasts longer. Like we'll buy snacks for them, like the dinosaur chicken nuggets. Oh they'll, yeah, they'll last for a while. I like to buy like sometimes like the meatless. Um, there's these little, um, I don't know. It's like I get pirate. I get, I get pirate booties. Pirate booties. Oh, those are bombs. Yeah, fuck, we dude. have some of that at home. You, I didn't know you knew. I could go upstairs and bring some. <laughs> I'm okay, dude. <laughs> we're in our garage, FYI. People don't know where we're at. Yeah, pirate booties. Yeah. The secret location. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Fourth and Temple happened. This, this is the last episode. This is. This, this is, is historical. It. This is it right here. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah. So damn. So I did not know you were big on basketball like that. Big basketball. So you played basketball all like how long? How many years from? <sighs> you know what's I, the first sport you played? For sport, I played baseball. Baseball for how long? Um, oh, for like a year or two. Oh, okay, okay. Until uh, one day, uh, a ball hit me. I was catching a ball, and someone threw a ball, hit me hard, uh-huh. right here. Yeah, almost uh, broke my jaw. Dang. Yeah, I played that one. I played football when I was in Northern California. We were pretty good, and I started playing basketball. Dang. And like into my mid twenties and everything, I tried to recuperate it. Yeah. And uh, I think what I stopped playing maybe I was twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. Because I was playing the Signal Hill Park, and I stepped on someone's leg, and I sprained it, and I had those screws. I was like, I yeah. can still play. And what happened, I was kept on playing. They didn't know that my, my ankle was turning purple. So I was playing with it, and I tried to jump up and step on someone, and that's where one of my screws came off, and I broke my ankle again. Ooh. And I was like, the doctor says, we'll fix it, but you can never play, you can never play basketball ever again. You exactly. should never play, but you could. I could play, but how about running? You could do running, but you're gonna. It's 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 gonna take you time. So when I was doing that, I was I wasn't running. I wasn't playing yeah. athletic, and I started gaining weight. Yeah, you no, know? dude. I yeah, COVID right now made a lot of people run. I think a lot of people started jogging. Well, and they made a lot of people drink more. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Drinking high drinking prices are <laughs> off the charts. People are drinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, weird thing is like from this COVID, when people are staying home now, like I was gonna ask you this. Like with you and your wife, how do you deal with it? Because they see so many people staying home now. And divorce rates are up. Yeah, I've heard that. High. Nah, man, I don't. I don't feel like our divorce rates. Anywhere. <laughs> we're we're pretty good. I mean, like, honestly, it's um, I think what helps is that one. I like I like to be very open and I talk a lot. Like I I'm not afraid to express instead of holding things in. Yeah, express feelings or thoughts and. She's the same way, you know, um, well, slightly the same way. Like, I think she may hold on to certain things a little bit more, but um, she's not afraid to voice out if she needs me to do something. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like every every couple, every relationship has their ups and downs. And um, COVID has brought us actually closer together in a lot of ways. Like, oh, it's really? challenged us. Yeah, oh, no, God. it's challenged us in, in certain ways where we were, like, tripping out, but... I think um, her this summer, maybe, because she's a teacher at USD. So this summer she was off, but I had to work. And working from home when the whole family's on summer break was kind of very interesting for us. So I was actually right here. Um, I had a desk, my desk over there, and I had created a little space to, you know, to have my office where I work from home office. And um, 
like I guess she probably maybe maybe saw some of that and be like, damn, this this guy's like, you know, we're working and we're all like trying to just cope. So I feel like we pick, maybe we pick our battles. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, it feels pretty healthy. I don't. I don't, like. I'm trying to remember when's the last time we argued. Um, <laughs> that was damn. That was a long time. It's been a while, but you know, like that's good. If we argued though, it was my fault too. Um. I think the last time we argued... You just want to start shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. What is an argument? No. It's... There's, like... It's weird. Because, like, we don't argue, like... I don't know. It's, like... It's, it's like, random argument. It's, like... Um, it's, like, dinner. What do you want to eat tonight? Like, I don't know. Like, what do you... Like, I will say... I will bring it up. Like, what do you want to eat tonight? And oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a typical I'm thing. I'm not sure. You know, and I'm like, well... What if we eat so-and-so? You know? And it's, like, no, nah, I don't want to eat that. I'm like, okay, then what do you want to eat? Like... I don't know. I'm like, okay, how about we eat this? And it's like, I don't want that. And it, it becomes okay, like this. Thing, yeah. That could become a whole argument. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we got three boys in the house. And I think um, we're both right now in a time in our life where we're, we've had a lot of arguments already. Like, we've been married for, I don't know how long, 12 years. Dang. Um, and were you guys high school sweethearts? No, 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 no. We didn't even... How'd you guys meet, anyway? Yeah, we didn't we, talk about the last one. Nah. No, we did not talk about how we <laughs> met and we could go in there. But, yeah. Uh, so, I was a mechanic, like I said. I, I went to Cerritos College and I got my um, my auto tech certification there. And I went to work at um, a Chrysler Jeep dealer. Mm-hmm. And she was the... Um, like the cashier or oh, receptionist. Oh, you guys worked together? <laughs> so, and I was the, the, the new the new booty. The fresh, fresh technician out there, and I, they were giving me a lot of like the front end jobs, and I wanted to be a transmission tech because you know, like I love puzzle pieces and stuff like that. So like, transmissions have a lot of clutch packs and oh, things yeah, like yeah. that. So I was like, oh, I want to do this, and also I knew it paid pretty well, and that's when, you know, I met her, and next thing you know, like you know, I was definitely flirting with her, and um, at the time she probably had, I think she had a boyfriend, and I had a girlfriend. Um, and we would just chop it up, and next thing you know, like, in a robbery. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we uh, I ended up breaking up with my girl, and like we ended up talking and purposely, purposely, yep. And next thing you know, we ended up um, talking and dating, and I actually proposed to her. What? Uh, yeah, I proposed to her. How long has it been going out? That, at that time, um, two so, years, two years. Two oh, I was gonna say a couple yeah. months. Is like, <laughs> you know, fun fact. I don't know. I got. I had my first kid at twenty four, and. Oh, okay. I, that I proposed to her at twenty three, and we were trying to move in. And my godfather, he's a, he's a, he's a, a slumlord. Basically, he has Damn. a lot of he has a lot of he's a man like a, what is it one of those managers that has like a lot of he has a lot of spots like places that he rents out. And um, his my cousin or my godfather's son, we I just call him my cousin. Um, cause what is your godfather's son's title? I don't even know. You're. Godbrother? Godbrother. <laughs> yeah, so his cousin yeah. is what God we just referred to. Yeah. Like, what He's my cousin. Um, Abel, cool guy, smoked a lot of weed. We all did at that time. We were really young. Um, so they had a spot in Huntington Park, and he was like, bro, you can move in here, you know, whatever, la, la, la. And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. And I started cleaning it up, and, like, we found out, though, like, I think probably before we moved in, that she was pregnant, and I had already proposed and a lot of people always say, like, oh, you guys got married because you were pregnant. But, I mean, swear to God, um, there know. is a God, and she's a female. Um, God is a female, <laughs> I think, in my opinion. Uh, but, like, if, if, you know, like I said, like, 
let's move let's move in together let's start this up and it was at a young age so we we got together and uh, moved in and we had lucas my firstborn and a year after we moved into our spot in hp huntington park uh, we moved out right away like it it was bad bro like that house was like a crack house or some shit so people used to walk to the window for like the first month and knock on the window like your hey. window yeah like trying to buy drugs and shit what the fuck yeah i mean it was crazy but like at that time already that's i had transitioned from being a mechanic and i went to film school i did film school for a year and then i got a job in the film industry doing um film work with a camera and i got i was really lucky like i'm like shit i've I, I do feel like I've had a fun, a blessed life too. Like, it's like, um, I, I was working with Scott Acosta in Any Point of View. Um, and we were doing like a lot of reality TV shows. But during that time, I remember we lived in HP for a while. And then we lived, we, we moved out of there and we moved to um, Long Beach, but um, North Long Beach. And that's when we started our stay here in North Long Beach. Like, we've been in Long Beach probably like 13, 14 years. So Long Beach is our second home. She's from Wilmington, and I'm oh. from Linwood. So oh that's why God. I know you... When yeah, because mentioned... I see some of your stuff. It's like, man, why is he channels always in Wilmington? Yeah, so my mother-in-law lives in Wilmington. Gotcha. She makes She makes bomb, bomb menudo and uh, tacos I'm, de birria. I'm going to have the owners, um, two weeks, the owners for Mentoya. I'm going to have them on. Well, you know, um, they live... Montoya is like really, really close to where uh, my mother-in-law lives. Mm-hmm. Montoya has At this Greenbelt or Greenbelt Park. Yeah, is that, is that the name of the park? Yeah, yeah right across the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I've been going there for years. So Montoya, if you all didn't know, they have this burrito called Oso Burrito. Fire, fire, fire! It's like meat. I mean, the meat. I feel honestly not too. I'm salsa, not ragging. The salsa, man, they make it. Dope. I feel like the meat up. could be a better quality, but like I'm being just. I'm just being. Uh, you know, yeah, picky. Yeah, there are like, some people that said the same thing. Yeah. Too. The meat could be. I think it has too much grasa. Veces like it's too too uh, too fatty. I'm not a fan of that. So people that like it, they do. But um, they put like egg, uh, carne, um, beans, and all sorts of like it's a it's a delicious burrito. Like I I was hooked on it, and like I said, I do have addicted person. I think I ate it probably like, one time. I ate it probably for. I used to drop off the boys, go get a burrito for like. I don't know, like three weeks straight. <laughs> like, just go get another awesome burrito. Go to work, and people yeah. will be like, "Where are you getting this burrito at?" You know, but um, that's a secret. A lot of people didn't know I was hooked on those burritos. I love breakfast burritos. Um, who doesn't? If you don't, then mm-hmm. reassess your life. Nah. Um, but uh, yeah, she's from Wilmington. I'm from Linwood, and we met in the city of Carson when we were mechanics. Like, she's a year older, twenty five. I was. 24 when we brought her rocking the cradle hell yeah uh when we first got together it was probably like 22 22 yeah young man bro it's like you you know like i think about that stuff and i work for i I said like a non-profit sector and we hire a lot of young adults and young professionals and a lot of them i see where they're at at 24 and i'm like it's, it's not hard to reflect and be like damn when i was 24 i already had a motherfucking kid i was already like struggling with that whole identity like i'm like i'm a dad i remember one time i was like i still didn't view myself like like as a man man like i was like you know i'm still a young person i'm still a young boy i'm still a young man and like my wife's like nah you're a fucking you're a man you have responsibility I'm like shit you know it's like 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 you really gotta assess life and think about it so we've had a lot of moments and right now like 
I feel like we're pretty solid, man. Like we're we're both trying to get a home, so we're working together on that. She loves that. Um, I'm doing the whole Beach Savage thing with the boys because we do a lot of like little YouTube videos. We don't get a lot of hits and a lot of likes. We're not. But you're doing it. I like yeah. it. I love it. Thanks, man. I appreciate you it. You know, playing, uh, going to the church right here, whatever, and playing yeah. skateboards yeah. and all that. Yeah. I mean, you're going around lobbies with your kids. It's like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, fuck, I got to do that, man. Well, I mean, little by little, right? Like, I, I've. So, to really share, like, why Maybe I, I switched to, from different things was like, okay, I would. I still want to do jujitsu uh-huh. and neutral grounds, Brazilian jujitsu, Professor Rivaldo, um, go follow them, check them out. They're not doing classes right now because of COVID. Uh, before that, I, I was, I was lifting, I was doing, um, heavy weights and I was doing deadlifts and I was trying to get ready for like, I was like, I want to compete. There's a guy there, Jeff Lucero, who's badass. And I, like, he inspired me and I'm like, I want to be badass too. Like, and I want to compete more. And when you compete, it's like a real fight. Yeah. You're not punching, but you're pulling, you're, you're tugging. Grappling, you're grappling, Bro, you're grappling, all that. Yeah, it, Everything. You are, you are yeah. feeling it. So I'm like, I'm a blue belt. And I'm like, I want that fucking purple belt. I I think I'm a two stripes? I'm a two stripes or three stripes blue mm-hmm. belt. Mm-hmm. Three stripes. I got to check. See, I, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. short-term memory. But I was doing jiu-jitsu two you're and a half. It, yeah, yeah. And lot, I still, man. I want to go do it. I want to go back. Like, I was literally tied to um, the team and saying, like, I want to go back, but it costs money, right? So, like, me and my wife right now, we're talking about, like, let's buy a home. So, like, I pay, and I'll share with people, I was paying $300 a month to for my sons to be in jiu-jitsu and for myself to be in jiu-jitsu. $300 a month is a car payment. It, you could add it to, you know, to sending it to any bills, debts. So Dave Ramsey is a financial advisor, a financial coach. Um, a lot of people may know him. So I was following Dave Ramsey, listening to stuff. And I'm like, damn, we, I'm like, I want to get a house. Why? Cause I, I want to have a house with a pool. I want to, or I want to have a house with a backyard. I'm like, not competing, not trying to like create something where like, I need it because I want to be like, so-and-so or competing with the Joneses. Right. Like I like, I want a house because I just like I was like I want I want to I want to have that for something that I didn't have as a kid was like I grew up in apartments all my life. I hate, yeah, I live in an apartment and I pay like nine ninety five. Yeah, and I'm like man in the hood. Yeah, I mean, but if I move, it's like man, I always want to move to Downey. But if I move to Downey, it's like dude, Long Beach is home. Yeah, I miss because I, I would be homesick if I moved to Downey. Yeah, yeah. See, I, see, that's the thing. I'm 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 coping with it. like if I move out there. I will get homesick. Right. I, I miss... Long Beach is my home. Well, yeah. And Downey's not far from Long Beach. Um, you can still drive, but it wouldn't be the same. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think about where will we find... Like, this house in the corner right here, it was going for $1.3 million. With the the top story, the garage and everything, $1.3. Before it, it was going for 600000 Damn. When it was just a little house. In this area, um, and I met a real estate agent because... A realtor because... A jiu-jitsu. She's a, she goes to jiu-jitsu. Her name is Michelle. And she was like, yeah, honestly, if you really want to buy a home right now, this is a, a seller's market. So it's better to have a home and sell it. Um, it's not a buyer's market. And then she was saying that if we really wanted to find something for us, we'll need to move back to North Long Beach, which... We've identified, we said like we could do North Long Beach again. We lived out there. There's some good areas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We live by um, DeForest Long- Park. Burden High is changing. You we, know live, we lived in that area by DeForest Park. And it is okay. 
Keep on the story because I, 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 have, I have a little story with that. The when, Forest Park? Yeah. What you doing in the Forest Park? I heard it's haunted. Uh, I mean, maybe. I, I wa- saw things. Really? Bro, I walked through. You remember the Forest Park? I don't know if it's they, still the same. But they, you could, they chopped all that shit down. Yeah. I used to walk through there at night because I live right, right near it. So I used to bike ride. So this is one thing like my wife, like before I did like a lot of stuff and why I still bike ride. You, they can't see my bikes, but maybe that one, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. My wife hated that I bike ride so much. She'd be like, "You leave for four hours." What are you doing? Go, you fucking someone? <laughs> no, fucking someone. That's the same shit she would probably bring up sometimes. Like, where are you, you're meeting with someone? What is this? The Iowa beer? Yeah, I heard I heard good things about it on Beer Advocate. Brewed and beautiful in Iowa, baby. Decora, Iowa. And if you want to think about Iowa, you think of that movie Field of Dreams. Goliath, the topper and Goliath brewing. <laughs> Slow like molasses. Let me pour you the beer first. Uh, yeah. You first. I haven't tried it yet. So oh, shit. This looks actually like a West Coast. Finally. I think we've been doing pure hazies. Yeah. Well, this one was not hazy. Yeah. It looks a little hazy, actually. It's oh, not. it smell that stuff. It's really, really good. Danky? Oh, yeah. It smells a little danky. You can smell it. Does it say? Mosaic hot. Mosaic's really good. I like Nelson. Mosaic. Nelson's pretty good. I know people don't like Nelson, but I like Nelson. I like Nelson. I like Nelson. Citra, I, I hear a lot when I was doing the home brewing stuff, um, that Citra is a cheater hop. <laughs> a cheater hop? Yeah, because okay. it smells really good. You know, like, I don't know if you smell the Citra hop just alone. Uh-huh. Um, have you done this? Have you smelled just hops alone? Just, I haven't done that. Bro, we should do that one day. Wait, we let me just, know. Let's go to Steinfitters and we'll buy it. Like, they sell them for like four, three, two dollars. I don't know. We'll buy a crap load. We'll do a whole video on it, too. Um, and do another if you podcast. Want to do a podcast or live, whatever fuck the fuck, yeah. or just do it for the experience. But we'll open up certain ones, and like you smell it, you could just just smell it. And sometimes what brewers, some people do is like they'll they'll kind of brew up like some hot water, just throw it in there just to taste how it would taste with hot water. Like that's what I've heard. Or like really? I think they may do that with malt also. Like just kind of like like seep it, kind of like a tea, and just kind of you get like a an idea of what it would take. But just even just the smelling alone, like smelling different hops. Bro, it's like, you ever smell, like, have you smoked weed? I don't know if you ever smoked yeah. Okay, so you smell dank, different types of weed, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this one smells like this, this one smells, so it's like, the, the, the hops are, the, they're in the same family too, the, the cannabinoid, yeah, cannabinoid yeah. or cannabis, whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I used to, I love, like, cit- so going back to Citra, Citra is that hop, like, if you smell it alone, you're like... It's ah, that, that aroma, that yeah. good smell. It's like, oh, this make is gonna a good Make a citra beer. cologne, bro. Make a citra cologne, cologne? and spray it. Get all the crafter ladies and shit, dude. Citra. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I always want to wonder if you have like something like a hops cologne or something. Like, man, call it. You smell like hops. Like, yeah, it's all hops. Mega citra. What would you call it? What would you call a cologne if you had your own cologne? A fucking sucio, dude. Sucio. <laughs> sucio cologne. Oh, that's hilarious. Sucio. Wait, hey, that's my name. That's what my ex called it. Like, you got a little sucio. It is. Like, um, it is. It's, 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 a, it's, it's me. Sucio. Johnny Depp has Savage, right? Or uh-huh. something like that. It's uh-huh. a su- Man, hey, you know that shit was silk. It was, it I would, was called Sucio. I would Sucio. buy it. Yeah. That's a catchy. It's like, Sucio, why would you call it dirty cologne? Like, well, I'll support. I'll dirty, support. Dirty Mexican, dude. Sucio. Sucio. Bye, Mega Man. Dang. You. But um, next year, um, I'm going to start making beers. I'm really? Gonna, I, I tried to. I, you, I invited your ass, I'm too. I'm trying was... to uh, do a collab with a brewery. Okay. To do my own can release. All right. I don't know. I'm trying to. But you have to come up with the money, which I do. Mm. But I want to see if I can do a camera release with uh, Liberation. Okay. 
over why don't summer. you well what would you need to do like by how, how does that even work there's a business i mean that there's a lot of people i know so when when you get into the field of me doing a podcast of you know doing the merch and this yeah. and i want to start doing collabs and trying yeah to- like how does a collab work because i know like um what is it? Beer Thug Life, but like even before Beer Zombie, right? Beer Zombie had a couple of beers out there with somebody else that they collaborated with. Sub-E, you know, like a lot of you know indie, yeah. Who Boomtown did one one time with uh, that tagger? I forgot his name. Oh they yeah, the one the with the spray with the spray can. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is, but yeah, that beer is fucking good. But like, how do you do a collab? Like, it's like, is there like collaboration? Would you get some money out of it too, or what's I like? I think you, yeah, of course, yeah. But depends like, on how many you got to invest or something. because you're an influencer. Influencer, so you have yeah. people that will come buy it. So it's like saying like, hey, uh, let's say for example, I own a brewery and say, yeah. hey man, hey Chana, I want to do a collab with you because your I mean, your name just you know and. What type of beer do you a like? Beach Savage collab. Do and do and make a beer what you like. We'll make a beer together I and we'll come up with a name like, you know, and you have your followers and have mine and we do a camera release. Boom. Yeah. I get like the idea of the, the collab. I just don't understand maybe like the operations, the the back end. Like, is there paperwork? Is like, okay, oh, you yeah. got you to gotta pay this much for the grain. You actually had to provide some. The cans, everything, the cans, all know. that labels and all this. Yeah, how much? And the labor. The, how much you how much you can give to this person and the help and all because on the day of like i mean when you're brewing it you could you could provide labor by you know helping mm-hmm. to you know pour the grains into the mill and then you know the hops and brew it and then if they don't have like the what's the big paddles like you can yeah i mean i will i will, I will support that if i, I want to do collab, something i'll definitely buy that i want to do something where i want to once the podcast is bigger then i want to to be on my job, my goal is to not work and have, make this is my work to get paid. Yeah, get paid to do what? Yeah. Because I was looking at on like, who was the highest paid podcasters. Joe Rogan brings fifty million dollars a year, and there's That's other it. ones like uh, Tom Segura. He brings like ten million dollars a year from sponsors and ads and all, but. That's the thing I'm trying to hit up next year. Yeah. Hit up the sponsors. Hit up like, hey, this is my numbers. This is yeah. this. You know who reached out to me? Aftershave. And Blue Blue Apron. Blue Apron? You heard of Blue Apron, yeah, right? Yeah, I know Blue they Apron. They reached out to me. What like, they say? How did, what was... They want to... I have to call them back, but Blue Apron reached out to me. Uh, a couple liquor Don't stores. Don't sleep on that shit, bro. Oh, hell no. Man, like, you get free food like that? It's already, I mean, it's already to go. But yeah, but it's uh, it seems like they won't... Like, that's what... Remember? I don't know. I think someone reached out to them. It's like, yeah, you, you need to have Mega Man on your thing. It's like... And they looked and said, what's your numbers? Like, they did this and they want to know how many listeners you're well, bringing in. I read on... Because, like, this is how... This is why I also like the YouTube. This is a fun part mm. with my kids. Like, they were like, if you have this many views, you can make this much money. They're like, if you do this, you can get... And they're always, like, coaching me to, like, hey, dad, you should do... You should do this because then, like, this could help you get more ads. Don't do that. You don't want to be cringy like that. Like, I just laugh and I'm like, let's, let's just roll with it, right? Mm-hmm. But they had me think about ads because they're like, you, you want to have some ads because that's how you get money. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, how does that even work? So I did a little bit of like fact finding and research. And they said that basically YouTube will reach out to you once you have a certain amount, um, of, amount of views and, and, and hits, I guess. So someone's doing a data or market analysis on podcasting and seeing who's getting like hits so like if they see that 
Have you seen like your numbers? I mean, like, I, I mean, how does that? How, my how numbers you know? right now, like I'll say this because I never, I never mention my numbers, but I'll say it. Um, from all the numbers together, I'm already at close to 500 Ks. Really? 500 Ks. That's and, really. Yeah, but the, the the thing is, like, um, that's half a million. Well, yeah. You know, that, to me, that sounds like you should be getting something, bro. Yeah, just because it's on Anchor and stuff. and Really? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's like 500K. But, like, just to let you know, this is episode 180. Be proud of that shit, bro. Oh, man. I, it, it sounds like you're not even proud of that. 500K for me, I'll be like, dude, I got 3,000 likes or views on, on a dumb IG reel that I did. The other day. I didn't really realize it until later. And we were like, dude, we got 3K views. That's views. That's not even likes. Yeah. That's nothing. But we were just like. Enjoying it, so you gotta do. You gotta. The reason be- why I'm like that because I don't want to get too big headed, you know. Because oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't have a YouTube. Yet. I'll pop it. Let's pop the big head. <laughs> <laughs> well, because right now this is episode 180, but I'm actually at 405 episodes. Really? Yeah, I have a lot of episodes I haven't put out. Oh, really? Those are secret. Um, I did episodes, but these episodes won't be out until next year. Okay. Based some secret guest, I can't mention. You mm. know, but there's some. Secret what's the guests. What's the goal then for you? So no, then I know what the goal is. Sounds like. Maybe I'll I'll share it then if I'm right. Yeah. Let me know, and if I'm wrong, correct it. Mm-hmm. I feel like your role, your goal is to make this into a business. Yes. And you want to focus on your podcast being like your the vehicle, right? To to get what out though. See, that's the part where I'm like, what, to, what to, is get it? Out, to, to get out to get people's stories out there, but also help out with businesses. And, you know, and just everything. Because I, I feel like this is a calling. Yeah. You know, I was like, nice. what am I going to do with a podcast? Like, you know, but what, this is a calling because there's people out there where I like him. I like her. I like her yeah. story. It's yeah. original. And they're small, you know, they're big, you know. Yeah. And I notice it's like, I see that some of these podcasters, uh, channel, they want big people. Big, mm. like, you know. And uh, I was like, mm, I don't want that. Because you already heard the story. You yeah. know, we can watch it on YouTube, whatever. Yeah. I want a story where that that hasn't been heard. Right. And I want someone like, whoa, that's a good story. I want to follow him. And, and whoever I bring on, yeah. their numbers or people are going to follow. But like, fuck, dude, that was a yeah. bomb-ass episode. I want rich. I want real people, not fake people. Yeah. That's like your hunt for, like, the perfect beer, right? The You're perfect like, beer. I'm searching for that one beer that just... There's billions of beers, but where's the Holy Grail? They're still out there. Yeah. Yeah, my my buddy uh oh, Ben from I think it's Get Bent Brewing Company, also a, a home brewer. I haven't talked to him in a minute, so if you hear this, what's up, bro? Get Bent Brewery. Get, I, he he's a, a is Long Beach home brewer. Yeah, I think I follow him. Get Brewery. I think there is a fishing rod or something. Yeah, fishing he, rod. Yeah, he follows me. Yeah, yeah his brother I think is big on fishing. He's yeah, really, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Really good. Yeah, he's I a cool him, guy. Yeah. He listens to the podcast. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't talked to him in a minute. So, bro, hit me up. Or I'll hit you up after this too. Yeah, Burry, um, yeah. My bad for disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he used to talk about like he likes to go out there, kind of like the similar, like maybe like other brewers, like they're like hunters. You're out there searching for that one beer that just kind of like it's gonna break. It's gonna it's gonna it has it's gonna be a breakthrough. Way different, like just because I mean, like yeah, the when you drink um, the Belgian Beaver and even even this one, it, it tastes similar to the Belgian Beaver, huh? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so oh, like, yeah. When you drink that, it's kind of like, it's like, okay, that's beer. But, like, I think he wanted to, he would share, like, he likes to drink, like, beer that's, like, different. Like, it has a different, I think one of his favorite beers were Bottle Logic or something like that. I don't want to misrepresent. I like Green Cheeks. Green Cheeks? You yeah. You can't, you can't go wrong with Green Cheeks. But, like, I, I kind of, I kind of fallen into, like, 
right now, like drinking a little bit more like whiskey and trying to slow down a little bit more on the beer and just f- try to see like random weird beers. Like, like this beer is really good. I like it. Um, this is just my go-to beer, but like, um, it was like, uh, what, it was this interesting, it was like a sour something that I had one can of it just to, just to try it. Um, Eddie's liquor store was selling that. I, I shouldn't even be talking about it cause I don't even know the name of it, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that, that's what, when you were talking about that, that sort of reminds me of like, you're kind of like in the search for like yeah. that, that story. So you're going to do recent, recent to love. The Love Long Beach, Nicole. And and that's the thing where when you see our research of trying to find the Holy Grail, that's the same thing with podcasts. I want to try and find the Diamond of the Rough guest Mm -hmm. where no one knows who he or she is. It's like, bro, that was the best story ever. Yeah. And and, and also, uh, you know, building a legacy. Like, when you say when you're not here on earth, you want your kids to see, that's what I want to do. Nice. You know, do a vlog, a beer vlog. Uh, you know, beer of the week, you know, podcast, guests, like everything on YouTube, like everywhere. So when I'm not here on earth, the reason why I thought about this, Chano, really, really hard for a year. And it's like, I need to build my legacy because in my family and the Martinez and the Amadors, nothing, com- nothing really comes good out of those families. So I want to, I want to start over and build a legacy where, who who came out of that family who did good? Yeah, you know, yeah. or like who came out of Long Beach who did good? Who came out of Wilmington who did good? Mm. Mega Man, Mega Man. I want my name to spread out, like you know, like that movie Troy with Achilles, like the little kids, like I don't want to fight that giant. That's why no one will remember your name. Don't play me like that, bro. <laughs> You're like, come on, bro. That's my favorite movie right there. Come on, my kids will tell you, my wife. Probably hates it. I don't even know you liked it. I just, I just mentioned it, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, that's why no one will remember your name. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Achilles wanted to be the best. He wanted his name to be remembered through history, right? And yeah. that's why he went out there. But, like, with all that, like, we all have that one weakness, right? We all... And his weakness was that he, he was human and he did care about... Right? Like, what was her name? Um... Yeah, I'm trying to blank on her name. Helen? Nope. Oh, the other girl he loved. The, the, yeah, the, the, the virgin. That yeah. was a virgin. She's hot. Um, that's a, you know, she's she's the girl that comes out in, in Bridesmaid yeah. and in... Uh, and of X-Men. I did not know X-Men. Yep. Um, I was thinking with Seth Rogen in Neighbors. Yes. In Neighbors. Yes, yeah, I was like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. She looks, she looks uh, she's way different from both of those, but mm-hmm. that's a good movie. Um, but yeah, I mean... How did you land on Mega Man? Because like, I don't even know. There's I still sometimes think about Beach Savage, and I like, I'm like, is Beach like what? I mean, the I name. Think, I think when we we didn't talk about that when we did Fourth and Temple and the other one. The reason I got Mega Man was my favorite video game. But there's a little backstory into it. Mm. The reason I wanted to call it the Mega Man's podcast is to dedicate the podcast name as Mega Man to uh, uh, rest in peace, Stephen Gomez. He was the first person in the block in Wilmington to have a Nintendo. And he would have lines of kids playing Nintendo for 10 minutes until I was the first one. It's like, hey, what do you want to play? It's like, I don't know. I, I rented this game called Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. And I started playing with it. And I was playing with it for like 20, 25 minutes. And ever since then, I fell in love with that game. Yeah. And uh, that was my first Nintendo game I ever got. So I had Super Mario. You know, we get Nintendo comes with Super Mario and Duck yeah. Hunt and everything. But that, that was actually my first game I got. 
you know, went to Toys R Us right here in Crenshaw and Torrance, but they don't have it no more. Yeah. It used to be at Mervin's right across from yeah. Lama Mall. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was the the game, and uh, that's what I was thinking of. What am I gonna call it? And I was thinking about Mega Man. That was my favorite game, and and that's when I, when I was thinking about Mega Man. I was thinking about my cousin Steven. So I wanted. To, what happened to Steven? He died of a. Uh, he died of a. Uh, he was. He lived in Montana. He was driving back home, and he overslept, and a, a diesel truck hit him face first, crashed, and he died right there instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I know, and I and I had his brother on the podcast. He does a pod. He lives in Bakersfield. He has a podcast called Rugged Thirty Three. Oh, he has a podcast too. Yeah, Rugged Thirty Three. What do they do? Uh, it's about it's like tough men where you know they're it's a Christian podcast, mm-hmm. and it talks about real men with journeys of obstacles, what they've been through, and how. Uh, stuff that changes life. It's very inspiring. It's very it's seasoned. Yeah. So he put out some episodes, but I I'll like. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know how it is. And uh, good people. And yeah. I had him on where I did a part one and part two, but these episodes are very very emotional because in the end of part one he brought up, you know, I know you you care about my daughter, my my Luna, which I don't hardly talk about because the situation um, with her, you know, overcoming uh, her cancer, yeah. being a cancer survivor. It's a little sensitive subject because uh, it touched base where I was there, but I wasn't. I wasn't really there, and so it kind of hurt a lot. So that's where a lot of things come into play. Yeah, nah, bro. I, yeah, and that's where Respect like that. and the, the situation like when you did be savage and everything. I remember you were doing everything, but you were talking earlier um, with your father passing. But that that hurt you. That hurt you hard, huh? Yeah, that was my shit. Yeah, that that was uh. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> when when you lose your pops you know i mean everybody has their own version of their own pops and mm-hmm. some people from my experience working with many people and managing people um everybody has their own interpretation of what a father is to them so but to me um my father was yeah definitely a very spontaneous um person he uh very he kept himself very private, even to to us, like he didn't really talk too much. This is a crazy shit. It's weird. Um, I know, very very odd. And like the way that I am with my kids, I am the opposite. And yeah, I mean, psychology could probably say like I am opposite because that's probably what I, you know, longed for as a kid. You know, so I'm very open with my boys. I talk to them about everything. Like I dropped off my boys this week, um, or this weekend at the Pike because they were gonna meet up with some friends from. Their mm-hmm. middle school. Yes. So I was like, yeah, bro, go handle it. Have fun. You know? And then, like, my youngest... Well, my middle, Max, told me that Lucas kissed a girl. And Lucas didn't want to tell me. And I'm like, the, older, the older one? The, the, oh, the tallest one is the middle one. So the older one, the older one kissed a girl. Yeah. Um, and... But, like, he said that he kissed the girl. He kissed her in the fucking chin. What? <laughs> I don't care, homie. So I was like, I was like hey, bro, I heard you kissed a girl in the chin. Like what happened? You missed. <laughs> but you when you close your eyes, you went like this. Yeah, like you know that I'm sharing that little window into our life because I I didn't have that with my dad. Like it's not my dad never really said like, hey, do you have a girlfriend or hey, how's it going in school or what are you? What's your favorite thing to do? Like really? really, like he was not like that. Damn. But like honestly, like my dad was like he was a thrillsman before. Um, a certain incident in his life. He almost died. He, um, he's a hang glider. And Fuck. this guy, my dad's pretty, uh, from what I heard, he was pretty crazy. Um, and 
he was hanging. That's where you get it for him, huh? All these bikes, all this right? shit, huh? Yeah. Living the edge, huh? Yeah. You want to be white, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, what did you say? I want to be white. Extreme, extreme, oh, dude. Uh, extreme. <laughs> um, that shit reminds me of Harold and Cool. Why, why, why? It's because yeah. go to the liquor store yeah, and doing sense. this? Like, but the funny thing is he was like talking to him as, as a pterodactyl voice. Oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I could do that voice, too. I just, it, it gets really loud and I don't want people to... That was one of my favorite... Um, Best movies. What you got? Five old two U's. Harold uh, Kumar. Kumar. Yeah, that that scene was hilarious. Um, I had a White Castle for the first time this weekend. Shut up in Vegas. Last weekend in Vegas. Yeah. How was it? Uh, like whatever. <laughs> it's like whatever. I mean, it's like. Oh man. Yeah, they're like whatever. No uh, man, I really want to go, but when people's like, ah, oh, it's like whatever. It it's is. Like, it's, it's like, like it's, it's like, like, like East Coast people always want to go in and out. Maybe if I would have been drunk and more, I, I had just had like two beers that day. Um, we had just got into Vegas and we were hungry. I mean, they taste all right. I mean, we ate them, but um, I, it's like, you know, if you're really hammered, it's like Jack in the Box is amazing, right? Like Ultimate bacon cheeseburger? Yeah. Oh. Uh, have you had a Jumbaco? No. What? <laughs> a j- Jack in the Box? <laughs> yeah. I had the chili cheeseburger. I can't own that. That's my homie Ernesto. <laughs> he, he, what is he that? He put us on a Jumbaco. I don't know if y'all ever had a Jumbaco, but take your ass to Jack in the Box tonight. Order a Jumbaco. A Jumbaco is a Jumbo Jack, and you buy a Jumbo Jack uh, taco, and you put the taco inside the Jumbo Jack, and you have a Jumbaco, and that's a Jumbaco. What the fuck? <laughs> I never knew that. I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. going to do that. Jumbaco. Yeah, I had it too. I was like, oh, I, I How many tacos? It. One or two? One. I mean, you can go. <laughs> don't let. Don't limit yourself. You want to do as many tacos as you want, go for it. So put but, a, get a jumbo jack, put the taco yeah, in there, and inside, eat it like that. And you call it Jumbaco. Yeah. Is it good? Fuck. He must I have been high. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He must have been high. I feel like it's better if you're probably like uh, more tipsy. We had it. We were really hungry one day, and we were at my in-laws. And, and he was there and I was like, dude, I'm going to have one today because I'm hungry. We're headed home and we didn't want to cook. And, you know, we split the cooking too. Like my wife cooks. She cooks more. She will always cook more than I do. But like, I like to cook too. And um, But like that day we were just like, nobody's cooking. Let's just buy something. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't, it's like, you don't want anything. But then he said that, the Jumbaco, and we tasted it and... It's all right. I mean, again, like it's, Damn, man, it's, again. No. I mean, it's jumbo jack. It's a, it's a jumbo jack with a taco. It's like I mean, trying to think know. of the taste. But he put hot sauce in it too. Yeah, he said you got to put some of the buttermilk and some of the hot sauce at the same time. Shut buttermilk up. and hot sauce. Yeah, like fancy ketchup, like yeah. Step Brothers. Dude, this guy Ernesto is like a Yelp reviewer. He he, well, he doesn't re- Yelp review, but he knows a lot of good spots. Yeah, tag me. I want to see what's Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> taco sauce and buttermilk. Because I love buttermilk. I yeah. love. I think I. Don't all the ranch sauce, I like Jack in the Box buttermilk the ranch. Buttermilk. Is the you best. know what used to be called house dressing, and then they changed it. Yeah, yeah. I would, if they had that, if they had that store at Jack in the Box buttermilk ranch, I would buy that shit. I would buy that for my pizza and everything. That it's fucking yeah. delicious. Worst thing though is going somewhere and getting ranch, and it's like really, really watery. Like they water it down. I'm like, why do they do that? <sighs> like Hidden Valley. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, Hidden Valley's thicker than that, but like, sometimes. I guess I used to do that. My mommy, when we didn't have that much money, when there was no ranch, she would put water and mix it up and put it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's crazy. You know, like just everything. Like your, your like with your father, it was no, just no, like digress. very yeah. secret. He was very secretive. No, he he was not. I don't know if it was secret. Well, the thing was, he almost died. He hit. So he jumped off of a cliff 
as with the hang glider and he jumps off they told him not to to wait but again like he's like fuck it f this and he goes he jumps off somehow from what i heard is and i seen pictures he he went up and hit the guy and the guy that he hit in the air that guy died and he spiraled down and he hit the ground and my mom had these old school pictures you know like they had that sepia look yeah um with him wearing like this big like mummy um cask over around his head and then for the longest he didn't have a piece of skull right here but hair was there so it was really soft and then like i think he got it fixed but um according to you know family history or talk rumors um he was very he changed he changed like he was very outgoing very something and then he changed but he always liked to take us camping and i i mean you can't see but behind you is like camping gear also and we like to camp and you know there's i I look at the positive and the good stuff and like yeah like maybe i wish you know there was certain things that we did explore and like i remember trying to talk to him about certain things but it just you know it 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 didn't happen for me and like at the same time you got to realize like you know he probably didn't have the the support that he needed to deal with that and like now we do we're we're in a more woke you know environment where people you know really are very conscious of people's emotions you know let's let's not bully kids because kids you know they'll get but i remember getting my ass bullied all the time by friends and i was a bully and then i was a a a, a ally also and it's like i remember that that scene and nowadays like i hear it's like a little bit more i don't know if it's sheltered but um yeah, yeah I mean, like time. when you look at our parents when they grew up like i mean you know they're immigrants my parents are immigrants they came from my dad came from argentina argentina my mom came from mexico she worked uh the farm and you know there were there were um they had uh ejidos or what is it called like um acres of or plots of land for for cotton watermelon corn yes um my dad my grandpa had these big combines to collect the corn the not the corn the cotton and you know like that them coming from her coming from the ranch life or farm life and being an immigrant my dad coming from argentina out here with a background in machining like he was a machinist like they somehow figured something out and got together and then we come out and it's like you know they have all these struggles and things that they dealt with like i like i've heard stories of like my dad saying like he doesn't really know his grandfather his his dad i mean his dad was like italian and he had his own struggles coming from italy to argentina and like he had they had a big family of brothers and like you know my mom's uh the oldest or second oldest to 16 kids you know so like they deal with their own you know their own things you know their their own their own struggles their own life and um it defines a little bit of who they are and like then they they have kids you know and like the kids come out to be like me or you you know and it's like they do they stick around or do they not stick around if they stick around how are they gonna act with us it's like you know we got whoopings at home i got ass whoopings i think we're the last of the mohicans to (laughs) see but the reason why i say that for because we know how to this is before internet and all that stuff we know how it is the hardship and everything but the kids these days, like if your kids or my kids tell you, "Oh, dad, you never been through a situation," but you had it, we would we had it harder. We yeah. had it harder, but that's just how it is. It's just like, yeah, 
I'm not trying to compete with my kids. I mean, oh, no, they're, no. They're, they have it hard in their own sense. I'm like, I'll respect that. But you think you have it hard? I'm like, I'll respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could only say, like, to them, I always say, like, dude, like, well, you are privileged in a lot of ways. Like, you have, mm-hmm. like, you asked for something cool, and I tried my best to get you that stuff. Like, I, I didn't grow up with laptops. I didn't grow up with touchscreen. I didn't grow no, up with man. video games. I'm like, my dad never played Call of Duty with me till like, 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. on a school night. Like, I... I've taken my kids out of school. This was before, and I work for a nonprofit that works for schools. But I just feel like those memories again, like going to those memories. Like, I like I remember dropping off the kids one time and saying like, "You guys want to go to school today?" They're like, "Nah." Like, "You guys want to do something fun?" Like, "Yeah, all right, let's go." You know, like, let's ditch, and I we all ditch. You yeah. know, and it's like I know that those memories, like, and they'd still live on. Like, they're like, "Do you remember when you you didn't let us go to school that day, or do you remember?" And it's like, yeah, like right now, dude, like. I'm not worried about my relationship with my wife either. Like, talking about, like, things that are happening. I'm more worried about our kids, like, that are, you know, missing out on on the social, on the social, um, big time relationship with their friends, you know, like, they're they're stuck, they're stuck in the screen. Like, my kids wake up, it's like, all right, let's go. They they have their breakfast, and then it's like, they sit down, and they're on the screen, and they're, like, there, and I'm like, you know, I... Like, my son, my, my youngest... He was getting straight A's. Now he's getting D's and F's because mm-hmm. he's not used to doing online. He's used to the interaction of the teacher and the, the friends and everything. And I have to be there to help him. Like, yeah. fuck. They're, they're, some people are good at online. Some people are not. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they're realizing that. But just know that out of this, there's going to be a piece of the distance learning that will continue. Because schools have realized, like, this could actually be an option for certain people, for certain schools. They're going to continue doing virtual. I thought virtual, about that we'll too, stay. and I don't like it. I'd rather have my son go back. But ever since that, that little black girl went back to school, and she's like, oh, yeah, if you want to do online or you want to do things, but the little black girl, I don't know what. What black girl are we talking about? Uh, somewhere, I don't know, I don't know what school here in California, mm-hmm. but she died because one of the kids had COVID. Oh, yeah. 13-year-old? Yeah. 14-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw one online. I saw on the news, and it was like, I it gave me a little that. scare. It gave me a little scare. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, sorry for that. Her family, dude, like, <sighs> it's scary. Yeah, dude. no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's her. Like the schools now, they want to do rape, like do a wave. Like, hey, if anything happens, not our fault. Some, I'm sure. Some states sure. like that. Some <laughs> states are like that. <laughs> a release. Yeah. release form you're on your own homie I'm sure I'm sure there's yeah I, I haven't really heard that or looked into that either but I know that mm. um, mm-hmm. that one's good which was this one? Oh man oh the lost monarch heck oh. yeah bro that's oh. let save me finish the, save the best for last let me finish this high quality H2O look at all the beers are gone <laughs> look at that all that, those beers are gone that's your topo chico right there bro yeah. that's all you yeah Got the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> well, I gotta coffee. go to Rose Park. Yeah, Soon. you should go, man. If you yeah. haven't go, get there. Um, I I do the vanilla latte also. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, school school's a trip, man. I think. Um, um, getting to the end because I feel like we only scratched the surface on with Chano, but hopefully down the road we do a part two with. Uh, 
John Gibbs, if you hear this, we want you on the podcast yeah, only. Let's get John in here. Yeah, and we have no more beers, and my iPad is almost at that time where it's like I have low battery. Oh, man, he only has 5%. 5%, you know, and everything. <laughs> so we got to do a part two, but I want, if you have any last words or any shout outs you want to do before we end it? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, two hours, it's. Dude, we're in a we're in a time machine right now. I did not know two hours flew by that quickly. It's almost seven o'clock. I, I yeah, I it feels like ten o'clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the 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 beauty of this is uh, that you know right now I'm, you know, we're having still fun. Open. We're having fun. I'm still open to doing any any other future events or podcasts, how you would say. Um, definitely would love to have. You know, John here, um, I got other homies too that um, would love to have them just sit down and be a fly on the wall. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, I really wish that COVID didn't affect us the way it did. Just like originally we were trying to do it at Joe Jost. And I wanted to take you out there just so that you can enjoy one of their um, Joe Jost classic sandwiches. But, and their pickle uh, eggs. And their pickled eggs. Um, and their tasty beer. Now they have like regular. They they have like a eight oh five. They have the IPA uh, from Stone, but uh, shout out wise, um, yeah, shout out to you know my loved ones, my family, my mom. If you hear this, <laughs> uh, my sister, uh, all my you know in laws, my relatives, um, you know everybody that you know supports and follows uh, Beach Savage. I appreciate you all. Uh, I know. You know that we still don't really know where we're going with it, but we're just enjoying the journey right now. And one thing that I really want to get going, hopefully with uh, Beach Savage, is um, some group bike rides. So if you like to ride bikes and want to, you know, hang out and meet up somewhere in Long Beach, um, I got a few spots out here that I could, you know, put. And uh, let's get some let's get some ride sessions going and um, just have fun and be safe out there, everybody. So. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of, I didn't really plan out any real shout outs. It's okay. Cause I might, maybe I might have to buy a fucking bike. I mean, fuck, I might have to do it. If I get hit by a car, I'm fucking I'll let you borrow a bike. You know, I'll let you borrow. Oh, you know what? You know, something that I do keep just saying in my stories or here and there. Um, if you have kids and they have a bike, get them a helmet, get them a helmet. (laughs) You have no idea how many kids have brain damage because They've been on a bike or a scooter or a skateboard Oof. and they got hit hard or something happens and they hit their head. Uh, my older kids, the 13 and 10 year old, they sometimes don't want to wear their helmets when they're skating, which I always say, feel free to do that, bro. It's fine. Like I remember doing that when I was your age. Uh, but if you're on a bike, I you're moving way faster. You're moving 15 miles, 12 miles. You fall, you hit the floor at 12, 15 miles. It does hurt. I've fallen down like on a bike. I was going 20 miles per hour. Um, I got clipped and I hit the ground. And my knee and my back, like my body was hurting for probably like two months. Like certain certain spots, not like the whole body. But mm-hmm. that I, I highly recommend you all to, you know, as a cyclist, someone that really enjoys bikes, um, you know, put a helmet on your kids and... Follow Beach Savage and just enjoy the ride. I don't really don't know what we're doing with it right now. We're just having fun. Sometimes I put some IG reels. Sometimes I put stuff that we put on TikTok. Um, oh, TikTok. We're, okay. We're just, yeah, we're just having fun with it. To be honest, we're just having fun with it. It shows the dad life and, um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what it's going to become. One day we'll identify that. And when that day comes, you know, it'll be a lot more fun if there's more people there to help us, you know, come to that realization. So I do appreciate those that follow, those that like and support. And if you watch our YouTube videos, I really, really appreciate those because uh, my kids, they keep saying, we need more likes on YouTube. <laughs> because that's how you make it in life. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like you gotta yeah. make it in... Damn! Like, yeah, bro, like, okay, right, dog face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so dog face did come up, you know? And it was all because of TikTok. And, you know, I just gotta say, though, since he came up, um, it's been a lot better, though. <laughs> dog face manager, you know who you are. I DM'd you. I'm still waiting for that. That confirmation to have dog face on the Mega Man After Dark on the podcast. Nice plug, bro. Nice yeah, yeah. Plug. But uh, I just want to say, Chano, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Where can everyone follow you on IG? Feel free to follow on Beach Savage mm-hmm. on Instagram, Beach Savage on TikTok, and Beach Savage on um, YouTube, the main one. Don't forget about that one. That's the one that my boys really want me to I'll plug get it. better. I'll plug I, it. I, I'm really working on. I have a lot of footage um, as a, you know, having a film background. Um, I I have a lot of footage. I just need to do my editing. Like, the, the laptop that I have. No, it, it's a it, lot of editing, man. It, it's fun. I love the editing. I love Sony now on little projects like that. It's just, as you saw with the mandala. Um, Time consuming. It, it's, I know, I enjoy that. And I could spend hours. And I'm, I'm a night owl. And, um... Early bird at the same time. No, I'm not. Um, I'm a night out and I, I love editing. It's just, honestly, the tool that I have right now, a laptop, sucks. And I'm trying to save up some money so that by my birthday, January, I could buy like a laptop from Costco or something so that I could edit. Because uh, I think that is something that's kind of slowing us down. Um, we have so much footage and I want to show some of this, just the regular stuff that we do and you know, just continue doing it. Like there's still a certain limit or amount of time that we need to invest before we really identify what's going on. There's, there's this, I think it's a 10,000 hour rule or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. When you do something after 10,000 hours of doing the same thing, whether podcasting, excuse me, everybody. If you do t- podcasting for 10,000 hours, right? After those 10,000 hours, there is like this idea, this philosophy around like, you will become like an expert in that field because you've done it so much time that those that that time is equivalent to about four years of you know um, persistency in that in in that field. So if you continue doing it, bro, I have no doubt, no doubt that you will succeed. So don't stop until you get to the goal that you want to achieve. And my only ask right now is that you help me not forget about that also oh because you know you need friends out there you need people to have your back to be like hey bro remember you told me to keep with it i'm telling you to keep with it i'm telling you to stay on it and yeah i slowed down with the brewing and i know i could still you know pick it back up and do it because i understand the the foundations i i still bike right i still do all these other things that i can always pick back up and Brewery, one day I'll, I'll pick it back up. You know, I, I'm going to go brew with a couple friends in a couple of days. Uh, we want to make a porter. Um, and yeah, I'll give you a, a, a taster. But yeah, I don't. I just feel like I don't need to have that here right now because um, 
I didn't share, but we could talk about that in our next podcast. Part two. Part, when we have John on. We have John yeah, on. With John. John. John was a big, he was a big part of that. And, um, you know, um, love that guy. He's the artist too. So I can't wait for him to come on and, you know, share some of his things. But uh, going back to what I was saying, don't let me forget, man. And have my back and I have your back. I got your back. Let's, let's get this. Let's get this. And I can't wait to see you on the Joe Rogan. I'm coming, uh, Joe Rogan. I don't give a care. Yeah. Anyone says, oh, you're never going to make it. Like Dewey Cox, never going to make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going to fucking be there, dude. And I want to be on fucking Vlad TV, too. There it on is. On YouTube right there. That's like the fucking, like, the hip-hop of hip-hop of a YouTube podcast on, on YouTube. Vlad TV. My inspiration is Joe Rogan. But at the same time, I really, really want to go on Vlad TV. That's my that's my inspiration. But other than that, uh, channel, thank you for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. Everyone, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the podcast better. You can find my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, like iHeart coming soon, RadioCast, and everything. Uh, shout outs to all the crafter people. Shout outs to uh, channel. Shout outs to channel's uh, wife and the three kids. John Gibbs on Ten Miles Brewery. Uh, Beer Thug Life, uh, Beer Thug Wife, uh, uh, Charles Mundao, Hip Hop Craft, I mean, Henry, the the Zoom Crew, Gregory, Diverse, IPK. Uh, shout outs to my, my kids, uh, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, uh, my daughter Luna, Daddy Loves You. I really, really appreciate it. Once again, Chano, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. You know what, Chano and Mega Man is out because tonight I am going to be watching Tony A. the Wizard on Rodian Radio with his guest, Be Real from Cypress Hill, motherfuckers. We're out. Late. Nah.